Hello. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hey. <laughs> Just testing the sound. Yeah, making sure it's working. <laughs> I got coffee all over his face. I'm drinking out of a, I almost said Freddie. No, that's even worse. <laughs> We've talked. Jason. Jason. Just, I have to start thinking about when I look at him, I just have to start thinking in my mind, picturing, um, uh, uh, why can't I think of her name from Scream? <laughs> Help me. I can't do anything. I'm so confused. Casey Becker. Yes. I have to start thinking about Casey Becker and how she goes, Jason, Jason, Jason. <laughs> I just have to start remembering that when I see it. Because she does, she says it like six times. Jason, okay, like, mother's coffee is in your head. It's like a thick number. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, so- <laughs> welcome <laughs> to Four for Gore. Yay! My name's Jill. And I'm Colleen. And we're going to spoil some shit for you. <laughs> as we do. Yeah, We spoil all the things. All the horror stuff. Talk about scary stuff and our life mares and mm-hmm. our coffee vessels. Yes. And how I'm sipping out of Jason's bloody head. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about your life? I can talk about my life. Um, Well, the biggest thing I think that I want to talk about is this is Jill's birthday episode. (laughs) That's not about your life. No, but it's part of my life. (laughs) You're part of my life. Yes, it's true. So this is Jill's birthday episode, which we'll get into in a moment. Um, But I think that that's a really big update. Um, It's not your birthday yet. As we're sitting here on a Sunday recording, <laughs> you're like, relax, girl, yeah. <laughs> bitch. Everyone, chill out. It's slow, not here yet. Slow your birthday roll. <laughs> <laughs> but it is coming up um, as of uh, the 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 fucking nineteenth. Yes, I almost said eighteenth, and I'm like, that's not right. Colleen. I almost said Friday too. Yes. So, so. Um, no, but it's next Sierra Day, and very excited. So this is Jill's birthday episode. It's de- this whole movie thing is dedicated to Jill. Aww. Yeah. So this is Jill's <laughs> birthday episode. Um that's that's one episode or that's one update. Oh, okay. The second update is uh work is driving me nuts. Oh. I've talked to you very much about this and yes. I won't get into full detail cuz no one needs to hear about my boring work life. But it's very stressful at the moment and I, I, every Monday that happens I just don't want to do it. <laughs> cuz I know that I have a week of hell coming up. Every Monday that happens I just don't want to do it. Like <laughs> Every Monday, I'm like, nope, don't want to do it because I'm stuck in this rotation of what's making me mad for an yeah. entire the entire month of March. Yeah. So the Ides of March. I don't know. Um, I hate it. I yeah. really hate it right now. Um, but I'm trying to get through it. So just deadlines are stressful. And the people that I have to work with that aren't my actual team that are outside of my team, I just want to scream at them. Mm-hmm. And so that's that. And um, I've just been breaking out a lot. I know that we talked about this <laughs> already. But that's it. Like, there's not, there's really nothing exciting on this end. Two of our really good friends moved down the street from us. That was awesome. We had a good time with them this weekend, and that's that's it. There you go. That, that's like the shortest I think I've ever had. Yeah, I uh, succinct. Yeah, very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I'm birthday re- girl. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> That's not the theme song for the book nook. You started saying I'm reading. I don't know. Oh, yours is, what is it? You're right. What's that? You're, oh. The theme song. Yeah. <laughs> now you know that Jill's going to talk about her books moving forward. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm still reading Firestarter. Read mm-hmm. it, read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. Because mm-hmm. um, we're going to do an episode about we are. book first movie. Mm-hmm. And it's very good. Um, I was trying to think of a way to 
keep track of important plot points as I read this book, which, by the way, yeah. also another segue about this book. D- read the fine print, not of the book itself, of the description of the book before you buy it. Did you notice that I bought the pocket size book? Oh. Which is so stupid it's and so, ridiculous. It, like, how tiny is it? I don't wear Wranglers. I'm not going to fit <laughs> any book in Don't my- you guys know that girls don't have pockets? You can't even fit a checkbook in my pocket, no. let alone a Stephen King book. Like, half the time, they're fake pockets that are sewn shut. <laughs> and we don't know why. But there's a pocket under there. Have you noticed that? Well, I, anyways, I heard I that if you cut the seam of it being stitched shut, yeah. if you put change in it, it ends up in Narnia. What else? I went to brunch this morning and stuff. That was yeah. tasty. Yeah, I guess in, about it. in most recent news, I ate some like salmon. Super recent. <laughs> some salmon toast. <laughs> it was very good. Yeah. It had like a lemon douchebaggy sounding aioli on top. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, where is this going? That does not sound good. Gotcha. It's okay. Very, it's a very feminist do, place we went to. <laughs> I do love aiolis. Yeah. I'm I an love aioli a good aioli. Yeah. 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 Just ring it out in my mouth. They're like not hard to make, apparently. I just feel like a douche when I eat them. Yeah. And it makes me laugh. It's really just a mayo-based, like something infused. They infuse it with, because my favorite thing in the whole world is truffle aioli. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. Oh, Don't even I'll spread it on my arm and take a bite. I don't oh, care. Like, that's goodness. how much I love it. Yeah. So good. But yeah, um, aiolis are yum. That oh sounds really good. There was There's an antique store in the area, and it's awesome. But they also served, they used to serve like little munchables. Mm. Hello. So we'd go Instead in. Of lunchables? Yes. Little munchables. <laughs> People walk around and get crumbs all Ooh, over their All antique over the new antique. Sugar bowls and shit. <laughs> They're like, God damn it. We have to clean this again. I'm like, ooh, is that the aioli over there by the pepper mills? I don't fucking know. <laughs> They're like, this is why we stopped serving food. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I went there, they used to sell it too in jars. Oh. So it was like locally made. And mm-hmm. so we went in the one day and I like bought a ring or something from one of this little sections. And I didn't want to say it like an ask about it in, in advance. So like when the guy was ringing me up, I'm like, do you have any more aiolis? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, like, yeah, why are you whispering? He was like, no, we don't. It's COVID. Oh. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, fucking COVID. Ruins everything. Oh, I guess we are. Oh, do- oh. <laughs> no, it's mine. It's mine. Oh, yeah. Sorry, 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 no, sorry, sorry. It should be yours. No, no, no. It should be yours. Um, We're going to, so later this week, mm-hmm. I'll be really sick of you by then, but we're going to go to, <laughs> I'm just shaking my head. Yes. <laughs> we're going to go see a live podcast. Uh huh. And uh-huh. it's one that Colleen introduced me to, and I've, it's I she's a big fan of it. Yes. And huge fan of it. I'm not not a fan, but I have never I've never but you've listened not, to you it haven't like dabbled you have. like I've dabbled. Right. Like I know personal things about them that I feel like they're my friends at this point. Their I've addresses. Listened. Yeah, <laughs> I know one lives in Kentucky and one lives in L.A. And that's about I mean, that's as close as it gets. But um, for good reason. But no. Uh, yeah, we're going to go see. And that's why we drink. So it just so happens that this show is all can probably assume was supposed to be in 2020 yeah Yeah. we were supposed to see it in like april of 2020 or something crazy like that and then it got moved to december of 2021 and then it got moved just by weird chance to the week of jill's birthday (laughs) so here we are (laughs) here we go so it's been two years that we've been holding on to these tickets and i had the option to get rid of them and i'm like fuck no we spent the money i'm just gonna hold out it's not like it's the end of the world yeah so here we are right 
It'll yeah. be baby's night out. It will be baby's <laughs> night out. So that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, and then my birthday. Yeah, your birthday. So that's happening. I get my herded and nice. we're going out to dinner. That's awesome. So that'll be cool. That's awesome. Um, so that'll be fun. And uh, I'm I'm distracted yeah. now by because I'm looking at my notes and they're boring. And so the no. only th- yes, they are. No. Well, no, not about the movie. My life. Right. Colleen, I think it's from Colleen. It left a little I, God, I hope so. <laughs> left a little envelope on my notes yeah. pile here. And it's my birthday card. Yes. For my understanding. It is your birthday card. And it's addressed to titty shirt long sleeves. <laughs> That's me. It's an inside <laughs> joke. It's kind of a story. So that's me. Yeah. Um, should I open it? Yeah, open okay. it. All right, I'm gonna. Open and then it. as Jill's opening that really fast, she does have two gifties that we'll talk about when they arrive. But I, they are coming closer to your actual birthday. They're on their way. Shut up right now. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm looking at this card. <laughs> I only see. <laughs> We have to take a picture of it. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Do you see what it says, though? It's the best. Right? So do you want me to – I'll describe. Yeah, describe. Okay. It's got (laughs) – It's got Patrick Bateman on the front, and he's holding an axe. He's wearing his white coat, but he also has a pink birthday hat on, (laughs) which is just the right amount. It's just the right touch for him. And it says, look at that subtle off-white coloring. The tasteful thickness of it. Oh, my God. It even has a birthday message. (laughs) (laughs) This is happy birthday. Yep. That is amazing. You can read that out loud if you want to. It's nothing super personal. I mean, it's personal to us, but it's not like super personal. The inside makes me verklempt. Yeah. Mm. The happiest of birthdays to my bestie, my co-hostess with the mostest, my seesaw, and my everything. I hope it's the best birthday yet. <laughs> Thank you. You're I welcome. Did, a little. did you? Any other updates? That's no. No. Your card. How old are you turning, by the your way? Your card uh, stole the room. Yeah. I'm turning 69. 16. Oh, nice. That's okay. Very fine. Cool. cool. I'm very excited for you. <laughs> It's a good birthday that you're going to be turning. Yeah. And you're as young as you feel. Oh, I, that is one thing that I did the other day. I accidentally insulted an old man. So, you know, like when you try to say something, but you mean it as a comp like it. No, I guess it wasn't even a compliment. You're like, I'm, shit, I fucked up. This dude was like, I was buying something and he carded me for it. And I was like, he goes, may I, may I have your ID? And I was like, oh, you sure may. Like I did the old person. Yes, thing. I do it all the Everyone time. Everyone does. I'm that person now. Well, I can't even do it all the time because I never get carded. I don't either. So I was like, you absolutely can. Made a big deal through yeah. some confetti. And <laughs> you just had it in your pocket. <laughs> like Rip Taylor. I was like, hey. <laughs> so he like grabs it and I, I don't remember exactly the exchange, but it was something to the <laughs> something to the effect of, well, you're not nearly as old as me, so I'm definitely going to check your ID. And he was like joking with yeah. me because he was probably in his 70s. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm sure there are a lot of days where I definitely feel as old as you are. And I was like, nope, that didn't. And I said, <laughs> I was like, nope, that didn't come out right. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, he's probably like, shit. I was like, you're as young as you feel. Mm. Have a good weekend. He probably and went out. They left. like went home to his partner. If he has one, and was like, you won't believe what this girl said to me today. <laughs> I feel like I'm 105 now. <laughs> what a bitch. It was just was so oh, funny. That's hilarious. I just sashayed my way out the door. <laughs> I didn't even confetti. I didn't even finish going. paying. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. You're like, whatever. I feel awkward. I'm out. I'm all sweaty. Just taking your stuff with you. That's hilarious. But anyway, I love that. I am going to be old. And 
but not as old as him. I was just going to say not as old as me even. <laughs> that's true. This and is was, true. Oh, fuck. I'm like older than all of us. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Yeah. Now my updates are done. I called an old guy old. I'm done. <laughs> you <laughs> just start crying and I'm like, chill. It's okay. <laughs> he is though. It's clearly still on my mind. <laughs> She's like, I'm really upset. I lost sleep last night. She did not sleep well. Do you want to um, introduce this uh, episode? It's your birthday pick. I okay yes <laughs> I'm like it's your birthday it's your birthday it's your birthday <laughs> you know it's your birthday almost it's coming <laughs> I I will mm-hmm. uh, so we decided this year for our B days that we would pick our own we would pick our movies that are yes. closest to that so I picked 1972's The Last House on the Left yes you did I picked, and I picked it you did pick it. It's for my birthday. Yeah, it is for your birthday. <laughs> and this is season four, episode seven. Oh, right. I forgot that. Part. That's, that's okay. No worries. I wanted you to I wanted you to talk about that. Stuff. Thanks. I had my moment. Yes, you had your moment. So, yes, Jill picked the OG of uh, The Last House on the Left. Now, I have never seen either. Mm-hmm. The OG or the remake. So I because we do this thing now. Uh, I've never seen it, so I predicted what I think is going to happen. Yeah. And this is hilarious. Oh. Based off the tagline. Yeah. So we do our predictions off the tagline. Now, the first tagline that popped up, I actually chose two different taglines. I did do my prediction off the first one I saw, but it doesn't make sense because just by the title alone, I kind of picked and choose what I think might happen. And so anyways, the two main taglines that I saw, there was like eight of them, by the way. I'm like, how can you have eight taglines? But okay, I digress. So the first one says, warning, not recommended for persons over 30. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe you can elaborate on that later. <laughs> I don't get it. And I was like, uh, okay. Yeah. And so then the second one says, can a movie go too far? And too far is in all caps. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I said, uh-oh, because I don't know. <laughs> Someone goes on a road trip and gets stranded on a road and finds their only way out by going down the road to find the last house on the left. It is then where they are stuck and trapped in the house and bad shit happens. So that's what I predicted. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, we're going to tell you all of it. But yes. We'll see what happens. Huh. So anyways, um, and before I start my official notes, I know Jill's like, I don't give a flying fuck, but I'm oh. going to say it. <laughs> For those that care and maybe, but at the same time, I will have to say one thing to Jill's point. You are listening to a horror movie podcast. So chances are nine, nine chances out of 10, none of you give a shit about what we say (laughs) because you're already watching these movies or enjoy them. So, but I will say it anyways, there will be trigger warnings throughout this movie. So for those that don't like certain things, we will try to, I'll try to remember to say something. I can't guarantee it because the more and more I start telling you about these trigger warnings, the more and more I just go back to the point of you're already on this podcast. So you probably don't give a shit. No, you're good. If there's an olive in this movie, so help me God, I'm out of here. Yeah, right. So I need a trigger warning once in a while too. So (laughs) either way, there are trigger, trigger warnings. I'll try to be cautious. I didn't mark them in the notes, but as we start talking, I'll remember them. (laughs) Um, It's pretty easy. Uh, This isn't one of those ones where it just pops out at you. So we watched The Last House on the Left, and the date of release was August 30th of 1972. We do have uh, our director, Mr. Wes Craven. (laughs) So it was funny because um, for his known fours, uh, I kept them the way they were. I didn't go strict, strictly for the director. Typically, I do just the director stuff. Mm-hmm. But 
one of the ones is very obvious. We all know him for Scream. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but the other two that I kept as is, he was a writer. He did not direct these, but he is known for writing, uh, being a writer on The Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. and The People Under the Stairs. Yeah. So I just decided to keep that instead of keeping it all director because clicking into the director, I'm like, well, I don't know what would... I know these movies, but I don't know if he's known for those. So I just kept it the way it was worked. Right. Um, It's rated R, of course. <laughs> then I already read you the taglines, but just as a little refresher warning not recommended for persons over 30 do you want to explain that do you know anything about that it doesn't make sense to me it just to me it just i don't know if it's direct if it's like linked to the angry uh generation Mm, of that you know coming off the hippie yeah because it was the 70s like the 60s era of hippies and they were like Wes Craven talks about it being pissed off because he's you know seeing all the footage on TV about Vietnam and that right and being angry and anti-war so I don't know if they're like calling out to a specific demographic Uh, age wise okay I don't know that though I'm just guessing that actually makes more sense and I just was like I don't get it Mm -hmm. because I didn't I was I wasn't putting myself into that mindset probably and I was just like I don't understand it's like older farts aren't gonna dig on this no they're not gonna like it um (laughs) which I don't blame them but like uh whatever so and then obviously the other one that I found was can a movie go too far so the synopsis is Two teenage girls heading to a rock concert for one's birthday try to score marijuana in the city where they are kidnapped and brutalized by a gang of psychopathic convicts. The budget was $90,000. Boom. That's it. I heard that they were like pushing to get 40000 or 50000 Yeah. And then they were given ninety, and they're oh, like, wow. oh my god. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's it though. There's, no, there's, no, there's yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the production company, we have Sean S. Cunningham Films, who has presented it. The Knight Company, which is the copyright holder, and the Lobster Enterprises, which is, it just says a film from. I don't, I don't, I did, that's all I could find on that. I didn't go any further. Um, the running time is one hour, 24 minutes. And then our stars of the movie. So we have Sandra Peabody, who is Mary Collingwood. Um, and that's, that's Mary, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the, that's the daughter. Okay. Lucy, uh, Grantham is Phyllis Stone. Who's the, the friend. Is it, it's Mary's birthday that they're going for though. That's who they're talking yeah. about in the thing. So yep. it's Mary's birthday. Anyways. So Phyllis Stone is Mary's friend. David Hess is Krug Stillo. Uh, who's one of the bad guys. Fred J. Lincoln is Fred Weasel Podowski. Uh, who's another bad guy. Um, uh, it's, I love how this is spelled. Jeremy, it is Jeremy Rain, who plays Sadie, who's one of the the bad guys. But it's J E R A M I E. So it's like it's like oh. Jer- it's like I think I hope to God that's how you. I mean, <laughs> Jeremy. I don't know. It's just different. It's and it's a girl's name and it's spelled cool. Uh, Mark Scheffler plays Junior Stillo, who's one of the final bad guys. And then we have Richard Towers, who is Doctor John Calling. Collingwood. Did I say Collingworth by mistake? No, I did. you said Collingwood. Oh, did I? Okay. Because yeah. I, I keep saying Collingworth in my mind for some reason. Ooh, Mrs. Butterworth. Right. <laughs> mm, pancakes. <laughs> I'm having breakfast Ooh, for dinner. Aioli. Oh, that sounds really good. <gasps> I'm going to get pancake mix on the way home or something. Anyways. <laughs> so, but Dr. John Collingwood is the dad mm-hmm. um, of Mary. And then he's married to Cynthia Carr, who plays Estelle Collingwood. 
who's a fox. Um, <laughs> Ada Washington plays Ada, who's the truck driver with the chickens. Okay. We talk about her briefly, I'm sure. Yeah. Marshall Anchor plays the sheriff. And then Martin Cove is the deputy, but I played the game. Because Dave picked up on this. Really? It's something extremely recent that you would know him in. Really? That you've watched, you and the fiancé. Um, do you want a hint of what, not what it is or who he is, but what role he kind of plays? Yeah. He's a bad guy. Oh. It's like super recent. Oh. But it's not, did the movie just come out? Or it's not a movie. Or, oh, it's a show? It's a show. You <gasps> guys love binging it. Cobra Kai. Yes. Do you have any <laughs> idea who he is in that? He's the, um, what's his name? Oh, shit. Uh, the bad sensei. Johnny's sensei. So it's, it's John Kreese. So he's John, also, yes. Known, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's he's it. also known as John Kreese in Cobra Kai. <laughs> I did not. Dave was sitting him. there and I was like, he, Dave oh was God. like, cause Dave watched part of it with me yesterday. Whenever I was doing the rest of my, I didn't finish it all on Friday, my homework. I just didn't have it in me to care. I was tired. Anyways, <laughs> I'm explaining this it's to you. It's okay right now. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's you're, fine. You're here and you're you did it. Trust tree in yeah. the nest. <laughs> I'm like, can you just tuck me in, please? Because I feel really uncomfortable. Um, like I did something wrong. Um, no, but Dave kind of was sitting there, and he's like, I, he looks really familiar. Yeah, and I was like, I don't. I, I thought he looked familiar for a different reason, and so that Dave was like, holy shit, I think that that's John Kreese. I'm like, who the fuck is John Kreese? Because I don't watch Cobra Kai. That is so, so funny. I included that one. Awesome. Yep. Thank you. You're oh, welcome. Real quick. Yeah, because it's about him. Yeah. He was the actor who they originally were going to cast as Krug. Oh, really? Yeah, he like, or like he did audition for it, but he wanted the role that he got instead of the comic. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he, okay. I think he opted to take on that role instead. Oh, that's I'm cool. Sure. That's anyway, cool. Go on. And then there's the final one is Ray Edwards, who plays the postman at the very beginning. Oh, he's cute. It was filmed in New York and Connecticut. And the critics. So Roger Ebert, dot com. What do you think he gave it out of four? Okay, so I think I know, but it's by accident. Okay. <laughs> I think I read, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That he gave it a three? He gave it a three and a half. Three and a half? Out of four. Awesome. Yeah. So he had to say about it. He said Wes Craven's direction never lets us out. Let me start over. I already can't read. <laughs> Wes Craven's direction never lets us out from under almost unbearable dramatic tension, except in some silly scenes involving a couple of dumb cops who overreact and seriously affect the plot's credibility. The acting is unmannered and natural, I guess. There's no posturing. There's a good ear for dialogue and nuance. And there is evil in this movie. Not bloody escapism or a thrill or a thrill a minute, but a fully developed sense of the vicious na natures of the killers. There is no glory in this violence. Okay. And then on Wikipedia, I had a couple blurbs that I found. I tried to keep it even. I'm going to start doing that more, guys. I feel <laughs> like I always pick like either really bad or really good quotes. And so I try to do better. I'm trying to do better. Okay. So Gene, you got this. I tried so hard. <laughs> I like waited. We by like find like we interrupted you. We like find out like later that like our first and only. Um, oh, you know what we forgot to say at what? the beginning. Huh? Follow us on Instagram. Oh balls! Yeah, Shit. do that. <laughs> yeah, we're in the middle of this, but I'm going to say it now, anyways. Don't forget to follow us four for gore podcast on Instagram. Yes, and you can email us at four for gore at gmail .com. Spelled out f o u r f o r g. O R E <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> so make sure that you do that. Sorry, we forgot to mention that at the beginning and don't want to forget. So please like, share, subscribe. We love you. Good call. Okay, moving on. So 
On Wikipedia, for the critics' side of things, it says, Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune derided the film, writing, My objection to The Last House on the Left is not an objection to the graphic representations of violence per se, but to the fact that the movie celebrates violent acts, particularly adult male abuse of young women. I felt a professional obligation to stick around to see if there was any socially redeeming value in the remainder of the movie and found none. Edward Blank of the Pittsburgh Press, calling it back to home, called the film a cheap Jack movie of no discernible merit, riddled with awkward self-conscious performances. Okay, so, yeah. No, I I evened it out. Okay, hold on. on. (laughs) I think this goes on to the next page. Let me just double check. It does. Okay. I just don't want to, like, stop. The next one's just a person being like, best film ever. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) Film to my hometown. (laughs) Proves my favorite. <laughs> Howard Thompson of the New York Times wrote that he walked out of the theater during a screening. Okay, so I That's didn't. Not- <laughs> okay, Roger's the only one that liked it. My bad. Maybe that's just how it was, though. Okay, anyways. Howard Thompson of the New York Times wrote that he walked out of the theater during a screening. When I walked out after 50 minutes with 35 to go, one girl had just been dismembered with a machete. Oh, I just ruined that for everybody. Um <laughs> I forgot that this is in here, but it was a good quote. Anyways, this, I love this. Yes, they had they had. St- I mean, we're going to tell you anyways. Yeah, they had started in one of they had started in on the other with a slow switchblade. The party who wrote this sickening tripe and also directed the inept actors is Wes Craven. It's it's at the penthouse theater for anyone interested in paying to see repulsive people in and human agony. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Metacritic, though, kind of, mm, mm, well, we'll see. Metacritic gave it a 60 out of 100, Mm -hmm. and the user score was a 6.4 out of 10. Mm -hmm. IMDb gave it a whopping 5.9 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Rotten Tomatoes scored at 62%, and the audience was like, 50. Oh, (laughs) I thought you were drawing it out. It was going to be like, 9. No. 59. 50. Some flat 50. 5-0. They half liked it. Got it. Yep. So, as I always say, that's that on that. That's that on that and those and them. Uh, I. <laughs> so, my sources. Yeah. Uh, IMDb, ScreenRant.com, HorrorObsessive.com, and a documentary that's on the DVD of the movie, but it's also on YouTube called okay. Celluloid Crime of the Century. The Pepperidge Farms. Yes. <clears throat> Not Pepperidged. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> My brunch wore off. It doesn't It doesn't matter what you're talking about because it always starts this way. I have some Spranks. There's some Pepperidge Farms. You usually never correct yourself because it's just too perfect. Uh, That's so, the narcissism talking. Because we're never wrong. Nope. Um, so this story, mm-hmm. uh, Wes Craven based this story off of The Virgin Spring by Ingmar Bergman. And in that, nope, I can't say anything because there's a lot of shit in it that's okay. in this movie. Okay. So, no. But go. <laughs> no, but you're like, go on. And I'm like, you're the one talking. I will not. Absolutely not. So. Uh, <laughs> oh this, uh, it was shot in 21 days. Okay. It's Wes Craven's directorial debut. Oh. According to IMDb, this was originally scripted as a hardcore pornographic film Mm -hmm. with all the actors and crew being committed to filming it as such. However, after shooting began, Craven decided to rewrite the script and remove the explicit sex. And it was going to be real bad, dude. 
Like real bad. Wait, so like they were actually going to be like it was showing penetration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And oh, like interesting. And like um uh but, 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 what's the word when you like to bone dead people? Um 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 necrophilia. Yes. <clears throat> I knew it was a philia. I don't get that it. That makes sense. I, I doesn't <laughs> it's really bad. So, but they decided though, like the actors, because Wes Craven even said that on the documentary I watched. Yeah. He was like, the actors came to me too and were like, we think this could stand alone without. Yeah, you don't need the that. sex scenes. Like, I understand you're trying to be progressive, Wes, yeah. but like, not. Let's not. There are a couple of actors that are in the movie that were in the porn industry. Oh, Weasel. That makes sense. Right? That makes total sense, especially the ending of the movie. The actress who plays Phyllis. Really? Yes. I can see it, but I don't, but the acting doesn't bring it across. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, obviously. Yeah. And um, I can't remember if the woman who plays Sadie was as well. She definitely would if it was. I don't know if she did or she was talking about the roles she had had to date. And she was like, I was either. No, I digress. She wasn't in porn, but she had had other roles. Oh, I know what it is. She was doing an off-Broadway play where she played Susan Atkins, the murderer, the woman that stabbed Sharon Tate to death in the Manson family. Oh. So she that was the joke she that made. That always gives me the heebie-jeebies, that she, story. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's fucking horrendous. Ridiculous. And like, so that's funny, though, that she ended up playing Sadie in this. Yeah. She was like stabbing Sharon Tate to death off Broadway. Uh, so they were like, well, you have a knack for things. Yeah, you enjoy this. Talk about right? finding your niche. But that kind of makes more sense now uh, for Phyllis. I'll talk about why I think that that makes more sense, her character mm-hmm. versus Mary's character. Yeah. Like certain parts of the... That's okay. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. Those are my sprangs. Some from oh, memory. I, like. I apologize. Oh, don't, I, don't apologize. Probably all wrong. That's awesome that you memorized it. I have to read off paper, so... Oh, I usually do. Yeah, do you? <laughs> I'm like looking at you like, oh, are you? Re- or is it all actually it's just bullet points and random letters? It just says um, all work and, and no, yeah, no play. play. <laughs> I started to pause. I was like, Jill. And I'm like, it doesn't start with a name. It doesn't start with a name. Anyways, that's just awesome. how Jill feels. Yes. Uh, but yeah. So shall we? Yes, let's shall. Okay. Oh, I did put Collingworth in the beginning of my notes. That's where I got it from. I did say Collingworth by mistake. Whoops. I said, no, you didn't. Oh, I did here. No, you didn't. Um, Yeah, the opening. We do see a shot of a pond and then a mailbox Mm -hmm. with a little hint of stalker on it. There's like a heart on the Collingwood mailbox. Yeah. And then... Cute old man, ma- cute old mailman delivering some mail for Mary Collingwood. Mr. McFeely stopped by. I know, and he's, <laughs> he does say some very colorful things about Mary. Nothing un, nothing that's unpleasant, but yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. How he's like, oh, she is the prettiest girl I've ever seen. Prettiest ass ever. You're yeah. like, what? <laughs> Mr. McFeely? <laughs> that's not how you speak. I've met him twice. Mr. McWantsafeely? <laughs> goodness <laughs> of some Mary. I mean, in all seriousness, I we know, it, for those that listen to the podcast, we adore <laughs> Mr. Rogers, but I will say that Mr. McFeely is a very strange name for a mailman. <laughs> I've always thought that. I'll always think that, but he is a very nice man. He's not a Mr. McFeely in that way. Mr. McFeely, your mail. Uh, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> but you're right. Uh, He's even grooving on Mary's looks. Yes. Uh, and then we, speaking of Mary's looks. Shower boobs. Yeah, some boobies already. Yes. I love Right that. out the gate. And I love how her mom's like knocking on the door and she's, she's like, like, would you hurry the fuck up? And then she like mumbles, dr- calls her mom a drill sergeant. <laughs> and then she's like, look at my nip. She does. She like goes to the, like once she comes out of the shower, she like, you know, you, it is a very like, Knowing, like, later what she says. Yes. And you think back to the shower scene. Yes. I'm, like, super stoked for Mary. I know. she came, She's coming into her womanhood, and yeah. she's really digging on herself. Cue the music. And the yeah. road leads to nowhere. You know who did the music super for this movie? ominous. Who? David Hess. Oh, the guy. Yeah. Um, hold on, hold on. Krug. Krug. Is it Krug? Yeah. Oh, so wait, he actually did it or he performed it? Did I say the it? right name? It's David Krug. Hess. It's, yeah, it is. Hold on. It's David Hess. Let me keep, let me put I know this him out. as the Krug because I love him. He is the Krug. Yeah, David Hess. Okay, good. Um, yeah, he is a, he's a musician as well. So, so did he sing it or he just uh, produced he, it or whatever? No, written, written and performed mm-hmm. by, I oh, believe. He's got a nice, sultry little voice. So, quick Can't story. Speak to him personally, but. Yes, you're anyways, right. Yeah. Quick story about him. When he went to audition for the role of Krug, he had to, he wore like five sweaters to make himself look bigger and more menacing. Uh-huh. And it was super hot out that day. And he was like almost dying of heat stroke, he said, felt like and sure. on his way to the uh, audition. But then when he, by the time he got there, he was so pissed off and uncomfortable that he's like, I'm here. What the fuck do you want me to do? And they're like, Wah. and then they're like, can you wait outside for like 10 minutes? And he's like, no, I want to <laughs> go do what I need to do and get the fuck out of here. It probably well, helped him. That's just it. Yeah. He sat outside. They walked out and were like, you got the part. And just that, from coming in here and being an asshole. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A sweaty one at that. Yeah. And then they're like, let's, you know, we looked at your resume and we see you're a musician. And they're like, do you want to do the music too? Is that oh, cool? okay. So he wrote this. Yeah. So anyway. they're like, hey, can you just do a couple things? We'll just, we'll give you some credit. Yes. Your, your pay is not going to go up. We'll just give you credit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking. We that. only have $50,000. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink. Uh, but yeah, just a little. Okay. That's awesome. So back to, okay, Mary's nips. And then we see mom and dad. Bantering back and forth. Having some fun. So we learn very quickly, though, that, that, that the family's phone doesn't work. Yes. They're having some issues. Yes. <clears throat> um. And it feels like like a play, like the way that their yeah. scenes play out like yeah. when you're watching them, because they're in the little living room chatting and then Mary walks in and they start all chatting together. I hate this scene, though, for a reason. Oh, what's the I don't hate it. Are you, so when they're talking about Mary getting ready to go out for the night. I, so, yeah. The, so Mary comes into scene as you're talking about. She's all done and the sh- she's all made up and looking super cute from she the 70s. Her nips somewhat covered her nips somewhat covered no <laughs> bra and that's like the thing that you did back then which is fine i just think that it's fucking strange that the dad comments on the fact that he can see his daughter's nipples <laughs> i know i, I understand I it was the 70s and yeah. all but like that's just and I, I mean nothing else comes of that in the movie which is like and i didn't expect that right but i just i was not expecting to see like hear that and i'm like and he's like pointing at them i'm like could you stop <laughs> Dad, I think it's because it's just so weird nowadays. If a dad saw that, as soon as the daughter left the room, he'd be like, "Are you fucking kidding? Were her nipples out? Did yes. you see her? Did nips? you see that she left the house like that? We let you didn't tell her to at least put some tassies on them. <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> wife? So I agree. It does yeah, just very awkward to it me. Stands, it was very weird. It stands out. Yeah, it, yeah. I love when they're talking about <clears throat> her mom her mom's generation wearing bras and she refers to like them 
practically like one flew over the cuckoo's nesting their boobs, wrapping them up like a straight jacket. And then they look like little torpedoes. Yeah. She's like, you guys stuffed your bras. And I love how I love how Estelle, the mom, is just like, Mary. Yeah. yeah. Like that's so colorful to say, but like dad just talked about your nips. I know, right? He practically and flicked how, one. Remember he- <laughs> Yeah, he does like kind of point at them from like that <laughs> angle. I do love how she was like, Dad, it's it's cool to have your nipples out or whatever. And he's like, stop saying nipples. <laughs> but it's okay to point them out, Dad. You're it, a medical doctor. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Grow fine. up, Dad. Fine, yeah. So Mary brings up that she's going to see bloodlust. Yes. And the mom, and it's this, I hear the line in like every documentary I've seen with this movie in it. It's always the mom saying, all that blood and violence. I thought you were supposed to be the love generation. Oh, yeah. I she like walks, hear it in my head when I think about this movie. She walks. I lo- I do love whenever Mary's like on the other side of the room kind of when yeah. she walks back over how she nonchalantly is like putting up a peace sign and just kind of casually walking over. Yes. I do love that scene. I, I do love that part. That's I cool. love the family together. Oh, yeah. They're super cute. And then <clears> speaking <throat> of love generation and shit, hippy dippy. Yeah. They give Mary a little birthday present. Is that a Tiffany's box that I see whenever he pulls <laughs> now because it's tiffany blue is it really i don't know if it's tiffany but it's a tiffany like it's the signature tiffany blue it could have been so they're rich yeah he's a dog right mom's just probably a homemaker yeah well yeah we see what she does to keep him happy right oh we'll talk about that flirty fun such a cute couple i hope i'm spicy like that when i get old (laughs) i mean i am but (laughs) spicy and old Spicy and old. <laughs> sounds like a really bad casserole. <laughs> sounds like Old Spice is what it sounds like. <laughs> if they if they oh, do a reunion shit. tour, we can be the Old Spice mm. piece of the puzzle. That's so funny. Um, Mary brings up she's going to hang with yeah. Phyllis. I notated that I think that Phyllis and Mary are super cute as friends. Yeah. Like, they're adorable. Phyllis comes into the house and she's standing there in the living room with them. She's coming to pick up Mary or whatever. Yeah. And... um. So her, uh, 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 the mom says, so what do your parents do for a living? And Phyllis is just like, oh, they're in the, they're in the, um, the iron and steel business. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's, isn't that peculiar? Like they're both in the the same kind of thing. And she's just like, well, my mother irons and my father steals. (laughs) (laughs) I love love it. It was so cute. I was like, I, that's great. So good. And and the back and forth is that that shows her and Mary going into the woods to frolic about. Which is super fun. Yeah. But I was like, nothing like like a nature walk before we go to a concerto. But okay. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. Phyllis was on a mish. She had stashed some booze. Yep. A little pre-gaming before the show. In the little streamy there, which was very creative. Extremely. (laughs) Like on a little... They, like on a little thing so it doesn't float away. I was like, is this the movie Hatchet or the book? <laughs> I Hatchet? fucking love that book. Isn't it amazing? I, it you know really what? Is. You know what? So many, so many of our classmates hated that book. Oh, I love that And every that day book. that we would go and I knew that that's when we were reading it, I yeah. was like, I was ready to go. I was like, let's, let's dive right in. I need to know what happens to this kid. I love that book. That fucking book. The movie was actually really good too. Yeah, it was. I yeah. think I like movie, I think I like reading and watching things that show me how someone figures something out. Yes. Like, I'm going to survive in all the little intricacies and stuff. And it's like, ooh. Like, remember when the boxcar children put babies in dresser drawers? I was like, innovative. I like this. Huh? No? Never mind. Uh, Anyway. mm. No, but I do love that. (laughs) Anyways, hatchet. So good. So they're sitting on a rock. They're chilling, right? Drinking their booze. Drinking some boozy booze. Phyllis is saying she wants weed. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they start talking 
rock cocks <laughs> and puberty and puberty and this is where we mary's telling phyllis like i'm so excited and yeah. this is how we're circling back to like her now we understand why she maybe was standing in the mirror at the, after the shower like kind of looking at herself yeah she had puberty over the summer and cute phyllis i didn't know you over the summer last summer and she's like i know but like you know you know now you know me more <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love um she says and it's like Oh, knowing what's to come is just the heartbreakingest line. She says, I feel like a woman for the first time in my life. I know. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> oh, you're gonna okay. feel like a woman. And then car scene because Phyllis, they're they're cruising. Yeah, they're they're in. They are in Phyllis. No, they're not in Phyllis's. Are they actually in Phyllis's car? No. I think that they're in Mary's parents' car and Phyllis is just driving. Drunk, no less. She's just like, (laughs) It's the 70s. I know, right? I didn't mean to get so close to the mic. They're like bench seats, no seat belts. Wee! Oh, yeah. Back in the day, those are the best. Oh, my God. The best. The roads are leading to nowhere more. (laughs) We hear more of that music. We hear more of that music. But we also hear... We also hear... There's some radio chatter about some murderers and some peeping toms. And some, some crazy people kicking a German Shepherd. And I was like, what? They I'm killed it. I'm so glad that they don't show it. Yeah. It's bad enough you're talking about it. And I, I do, I, I was curious. It did pique my interest immediately because obviously you start listening. I mean, you have no choice. But um, you start listening and I was like, I want to see this crazy wild like dog woman. What? Because <laughs> they describe who we're about to meet as yes. like a, as a, like an animal like woman. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Does she have like snarled fucking teeth? Like what's going on? Yeah. But yeah, they talk about these people and they're like chatting them up and they say that four people are on the loose. Yep. So I've got a couple little noties. Yeah. Um, well, no, just the like, so to give a feel for what the newscaster describes, we got Junior, who's hooked on the H mm-hmm. and is the son of Krug. Krug, who was uh, incarcerated for murder, but again, with these others, is on the run now. Yep. Fred Weasel, <laughs> a pedo and an assaultist. Yes. If you will. And, oh, and a peeping Tom. Oh, yeah. And a yeah. peeping Tom. Yeah. And a woman who they didn't have the name of her yet, like to your point, yep. and is described as strong and animal-like. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's what it is. Strong and animal-like. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, she did kick a dog to death, it sounds like. It's right? Me on a bad day. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm like not even. <laughs> You're no, I'm not either. I'm not either. <laughs> I'm just tall. Yeah. Um so <laughs> she looks tall too. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> so then we actually meet the baddies. We do. We meet uh Fred first, right? Um technically. Yes. Fred and and we're gonna learn Sadie. Because yes. the other ones aren't home yet. That's yes, you're right. Sadie's in the tub. Weasel wants to be. He's in there talking to her. Yeah, he's like, can you hurry the fuck up? I'm going to take a bath too. Yep. And then you're right. Uh, Krug and Junior return to what looks to be the most of the suite I've ever right. seen. Right. It's like not because it's not, it sounds it kind of but I will say that I do enjoy the shot. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of like the is that considered cinematography? Yeah. Okay. Well, I enjoy the cin- cinematography that whenever uh, Fred is sitting there um, weasel, whatever you want. I call him Fred, but yeah. when Fred is sitting there and he's like shouting, at, shouting at Sadie in the bath in the bathtub, who we don't see right away, we just hear her. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy the shot whenever the doorbell or the door gets knocked at, and he gets up, and 
it's like a shot from above though yeah so it's almost like it makes you feel like there's probably a set of stairs that goes upstairs but i don't think that there is i think it's all one floor yeah but i do enjoy the shot that it's like looking down on top of like krug and junior and fred's heads yeah i think it's a cool shot totally yeah anyway so they enter and then Junior visits Sadie while she's marinating in the tub. It's such a... I don't know what it is about that scene that's, like, funny. <laughs> is it the rabbit? rabbit. <laughs> um, I do love how she does say... What does she say? I want, I, I'm thinking about my name being Agatha Greenwood. <laughs> and he was just like, ah. And then she's like, no. And then she, like, sinks back into the tub. Yeah. His, his scene, though, with her, with the bath beers, he brings her in a bath beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, wanting to be a frog. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> and then as we go on, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's hooked on age. He probably doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about. Right. Right. They're all just that, that just the right amount of unhinged in their own little cute ways. Right. In their cute little ways. <laughs> doesn't he like hop into the tub with her? He, yeah, it is kind of weird. So like he ends up, he's like leaning over the tub mm-hmm. and then her, his like, he almost motorboats her and yeah. she's laughing and they're kind of frolicking about in the tub ish. Yes. Like, with that. And then Krug busts in. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. And they he's just like, kind of share Sadie. They actually, they yep. mention it. <laughs> and that's that's she's up. shared. Yes. Shared Sadie. But then we do cut back really. We do a quick cut back. Yep. So now we're seeing the cutest scene in the entire movie. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I think that makes sense. It's so cute. <laughs> Mary and freaking Phyllis at an ice cream parlor getting ice cream. And it's yep. just the cutest little music and like a cute little banter back and forth. But I have to say too that I love and it it cracks me up the two times that I've watched this movie now. Um, it cracks me up whenever um, uh, Mary's like, oh, no, because Phyllis gets mint chocolate chip. Yes. And I love how Mary's like, mm, I don't like that. Yes. And then she gets Phyllis gets her cone, which is mint chocolate chip. And she's like, can I try that? I know. I don't and know why. Like- I was like, rude. We go back to Krug. He's like laying Sadie out on a romantic living room floor mattress. Yeah, it's just like so like that's what makes me think that obviously they don't have any upstairs. Yeah. At all. There's no way. Yes. It's a one room flat. Yes. Uh, And Weasel does just about what his name implies and starts to like try to get in on that Sadie action as well. Yep. And then Sadie like lays down the law. She's like... not gonna be you guys are chauvinistic dogs and yeah. he's like it's pig and she's like yeah chauvinistic pig and it's like wow <laughs> she says she's not putting out anymore not yeah. until some new chicks start coming yeah around. and like new chicks yeah yeah so is this then when we see junior hang a and outside like mary and phyllis are walking around yeah he's just kind of he took he went outside to get some fresh air yeah and yeah mary and phyllis kind of walk past and mm-hmm. they're talking about getting grass again yeah and um, Mary says something like, well, where are we going to get it? And Phyllis is like, well, let's go ask this guy. Yeah. And she's like, let's not. And she's yeah. like, no, let's go. And so then they, they decide to go up and ask Junior. Yeah. Look at his hair. Obviously, he's holding. Yeah. He's definitely got something. Yeah. It's not grass, ladies. It's H. It's um, <laughs> your veins are too pure for that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they go up and they talk to Junior. Totally. And at first he's like, no, I don't have any. We wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, Sadie just said she wants some new girls. So maybe I you do. should come with me. Yeah. So Junior brings the ladies to uh, their abode and he starts like introducing the, the you know, Phyllis and Mary to everybody mm-hmm. in the room. Mm-hmm. And it all seems like whatevs, you know. No. Um, until... 
They just want company. How scary is it when they lock the door behind them and Phyllis oh, is like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's I mean, here's the thing, though, too, is that back then, the thing that's scary about this, this very beginning of this scene, what's scary about it is that back then that was so normal, though. Like, mm. it was normal to go up to somebody and be like, hey, can you help me out with this? Oh, yeah. I'll, I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm talking like I've done. It's like, <laughs> when I've I been was in, in the, the 70s. When I was in the 70s. <laughs> but in the sense of, like, just talking to strangers and, like, yeah. doing that kind of stuff was very common back then yeah so to walk into someone's apartment whatever probably wasn't that abnormal mm-hmm. um but looking back on it too like it wasn't safe obviously like it doesn't make it safer right um just like people didn't lock their doors back in the day we never did that's just the scariest we thing. never ever did um but yeah so yeah it's, it's scary whenever the door locks my heart sinks every time yep and then um Krug even hands Junior a fix. He's like, mm-hmm. "Here's your yum yums." Yep. Like he earned it. So yeah, yep. you brought us up. some. You brought us some tail. Yeah, thanks a heap, yo. Because Krug got him hooked on heroin himself, yep. Yep. so he can control him. Yep. So it's all jacked up. It's it's terrible. Oh, but then we cut out. It's like Benny Hill music. <laughs> it's but, so uh, bad with that though. <laughs> we go to. Um, Mary's parents' place. Yeah, and they're putting up like signs and birthday getting all, signage. Yeah, getting all ready for Mary's birthday the next day. Making out a little while they do it. Yes, yeah. having some kissy, kissy, kissy time. I know. And then, um, do we see in that moment like they talk about the birthday cake, right? So you cut to that yet or no? Um, it's well, not a big deal if we don't yet. But well, it bounces back and cute. forth again. Yeah. So it goes back to the girls at the uh, spot with the the gang. Yeah. And it's we- Weasel and Krug are starting to gang up on Phyllis. Mm-hmm. Then we do see they almost get a little kinky with the birthday frosting. Um, it I love back. I love. There. I love. 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 Yeah. So they do the birthday thing. They're making the birth like mom's making the birthday cake. Estelle is making the birthday cake, <laughs> and I do love that. Like they're going back and forth, and the fun music's playing, and like he's he's eating some of the icing, and he's like, "Oh, it's so good!" Like he makes this <laughs> fucking stupid face. And then I do love that he says, "Come on, and living room, I want to attack you." <laughs> I was <laughs> like, "Damn, Dad!" What I wanted to say that you had mentioned in your spranks, this scene starts to make more sense to me now in the moment that. Um, the actress that plays Phyllis uh-huh. was in the porn industry because yeah. we get a little handsy. Yeah. And she, even though the character, she does a good job of showing that she's not interested, she might have been like okay with that scene because it's like, well, I've been in porn, so who gives a shit? Yeah, a little more comfortable you know I mean? with the nudity. Yeah. So right. pretty much what happens is. Yeah. Yeah. So Sadie's kind of hugging Phyllis from behind there. And Krug walks up to impede upon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yeah. I just made that word up. No, you didn't. No? So I think impede upon is I, impede. I-M-P-E-D-E. I'm, I'm peed upon. Yes. <laughs> well, we get to that later, too, um, in a different way. So, but yeah, impede means like you're, you're, yeah. you're making yourself known. You're like getting into that person's business, their space. Well, then I used, yes. yes you didn't I use it correctly. I'm almost positive. <laughs> now I'm second guessing my whole entire everything. We'll do it. Well, it's fine. We'll look Come it up us. on Miriam Webster later. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Krug slowly starts to debutton Phyllis's shirt, and we see that Sadie has her hands up there, like right on at her boobies. her boobies. Right. So yeah, I guess she's kind of into chicks, cupping some buzzes. Yeah, and um, 
overall, then, aside from Junior, pretty much all of the bad people assault and violate Phyllis in front of a crowd. You know some off-cam things are occurring yeah, that are not good. Mary's um, watching. Mary's watching. The only thing I will say that I hated, and I'm going to talk about this throughout the movie, um, hate me now, love me later, everybody. Mary's reaction is her is stupid. I don't like it. It's yeah. so poorly acted. Like she's overacting seeing her friend getting essentially raped. Right. Um, and this I don't consider this a trigger warning to anybody that cares because we don't go into detail because you don't see anything, but you just yeah. know that it's happening. Yeah. Um, it's pretty horrendous on its own. But yeah. I hated that part because I didn't feel I knew it was happening, so, like, obviously I felt, like, that icky feeling, but, mm-hmm. like, knowing her reaction and seeing it, I was like, it's not, can't be that bad, because she didn't sell so, it. No, she did not sell it. Right. She, like, if that was me, I don't know what I would do, actually. I don't yep. want to put myself in that thought process. Anyhow. No. Yeah, I agree, <laughs> though. Not, like, we did. Let's <laughs> not try to put ourselves into that place. It's pretty <laughs> awful. Anyhow. Well, speaking of getting down, that's when we see Mary's parents making out. Yes. yes. They're making out on the, the living room couch or something, right? Yep. 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 Yeah. And it's a really effective back and forth between the plot lines because totally different ends mm. of the spectrum on those love making. That is true. <laughs> you know, is that Wes's way of trying to be creative? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, is he really trying? I don't know. I think he just really likes sex. Then we see the gang smuggling the girls out of there. Out to their getaway I hate car. this scene. Why? Um, once again, this is going to be a theme throughout the movie because I have a lot of criticism. Okay. So, and my criticism might be different than what you think, but I hate this scene because the music is so uplifting. There's a chicken in the morning that you hear. Yeah. And I'm like, they're in the city in an alleyway. Now, granted, I don't know. Maybe somebody owns a chicken. I have no idea. Maybe there's a restaurant down the street that they chop them up fresh. I have no idea. But it was just so random that they wake up the next morning and like, I don't know, maybe Wes Craven decided like, I want to signify that it's morning. So let's have a chicken call, like a chicken do things. But I hate that when they're going down the stairs, they have Mary on their back down the fire escape. The music is so like, it's like so happy and uplifting. And even though I'm physically seeing that something awful is happening, I'm like, this isn't getting me in the mood though. Like I don't feel, I didn't feel bad yeah right like i kind of i kind of chuckled actually i was like this is so stupid like why is the music like this yeah definitely the music was a poor choice (laughs) see i look at it as they're trying to counter how vicious the rest of it is maybe with these slapsticky interludes of song you know what i mean like i get it to a certain extent it definitely make it's definitely slapsticky yeah well it gets worse oh it gets way worse yes in that way so that i'm kind of also fast forwarding in my brain thinking like you're trying to give us a breath mint once in a while in this Uh, movie okay i get i guess i can understand that part of it but i'm not the director right (laughs) maybe it was just what you were thinking west's favorite song ever maybe (laughs) i mean i don't know they had they had uh daniel david excuse me david hess doing some of the music so maybe he was like we should toss this in there (laughs) with my road leads to nowhere song because that's also very eerie and sad i love that it's been in my head for days yeah yeah um, but in the trunk they go. Yes. They put the, put the girls in Phyllis the trunk. is already in there. Yeah. And they're going to be going off for a care ride, but mm. we'll see them more soon. Yeah. 
and more of the car ride, which is just like the best. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that as well because it's very interesting. <laughs> it's bumpy. Yes. Uh, Mary's parents call the cops at dawn. Yep. We catch them. We ca- wait, goes cuts back to them and they're calling the cops, which all of a sudden the phone works. Yeah. Yeah. Did get fixed. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. And the cops convince them that Mary's just flinging. Yeah, it's the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's just off doing her thing. Oh, but they blame Phyllis, by the way, on the phone. Remember the parents talk at one point? They're like, it's Phyllis's fault. Oh, she never yeah. should have gone with her. Yeah, yeah. The mom especially is like, not a Phyllis fan. Mom, come on now. <laughs> you don't know what Phyllis has just been through. Mom, Phyllis was wearing a bra. You should be happy. <laughs> you should be thankful. Hanging out with Your her. Your daughter's the hoe. <laughs> She's the boo hoe. I like Mary. I do too. Anyways, okay. I like both of them. Yeah, I do. I like Phyllis a lot. Um. So we see... <laughs> The best song ever. And uh, while the car ride's happening. Yeah, there's like some peaceful lakeside, like chill music. And then out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I know, it's right? It's super upbeat and very uh, honky tonk. <laughs> it's actually Weasel. Uh, Weasel and Sadie. Weasel, I think he says Weasel and Junior. Sadie and Krug. Oh, is that what <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like talking about all the characters. I no, oh, I didn't yeah. realize. I thought it was like some honky tonk song. And I was like, oh, okay. Weasel and Junior, Sadie and Krug out for the day on an afternoon. I can't remember afternoon what they cruise? say. It's something like that. Yeah. Yes. Krug's just banging Sadie convertible She's just sitting style. There. Just bouncing. She's not bouncing on the car seat, guys. No, it wasn't that bumpy of a road. No. Uh, and so I'm dying at the music. I had that song in my head for like two weeks. And as you can see, I don't even know the words. So I don't even know awful. if that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. It's so rough. And then um, she's talking about she calls a, a wiener a fahilis, which is hilarious. She's talking about uh, Sigmund Freud. <laughs> yes. And saying everything She calls wrong. him Freud or something like yeah, that. She yeah. She says his name wrong, yeah. too. Yeah. And uh, Krug's like, you're fucking up my rhythm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, even though you're doing the work. I know. Right. <laughs> it's hilarious. Just convertible top down oh yeah pants down i mean think about it somebody from a distance driving past won't notice anything they're like why is she the only one dancing right like why (laughs) is she having a good time clearly it was her pick on the radio at that point (laughs) (laughs) if we're gonna do this we're gonna do this my way (laughs) thanks i need a specific song my way or the highway um so yeah and then speaking of the car and all that jazz then Mm -hmm. it's broken down along the road there but don't forget that right we kind of bounce back and forth again a little bit. Oh, what did I miss? So you didn't miss anything that's, but it's important. It is, okay. It is a miss, but it's, okay. Tell me. Um, <laughs> the deputy shows up at mom and dad's house in between all this. Oh. So the deputy, or the sheriff, excuse me, the sheriff is sitting at their house talking to them about, like, they end up showing up. Yeah. And then the deputy, uh, the guy from fucking Cobra Kai. Yeah. It's just, he's just called deputy. Yeah. The deputy shows up with the sheriff and they're talking about like, okay, well, this is what we can do. This is like what's happening, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The whole point is right before the car breaks down, they are at oh, the house. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the they're car right. breaks down. <laughs> yes. And where does the car break down, Jill? Uh, where? Yeah. At the the last house on the left, we do see Mary's mailbox. Yeah. Their car so- literally breaks down in front of Mary's house. So close to home. Ugh. It's the worst. Um, and yeah, that yeah, the cops had driven by also too, like literally. Uh, but right before that, so the car not before that, but don't forget that the car breaks down mm-hmm. and they get out and they get the girls out of the back and 
Phyllis is like taking a chance, right? Yeah. She bites Krug. Yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. So car broke down. The parents, we see them for a minute. Then they go into the woods. And yeah, we see Mary's mailbox on the cops drive by. Right past the car. And this is the part that kills me too. This makes me so fucking angry. So the car's broken down, right? They know that they're, 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 Maybe the thought process for me, because I know what's happening in the movie is different, but like the cops drive past the car that's broken down. They're like, oh, this car must, you know, they must have, something must have happened. Yeah. Uh, we should look into it. And they're like, no, we have other things to do. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. You probably would have looked into it to see that it's registered to them or it was stolen. Yep. At least. Yeah. Uh-huh. Missed opportunity. Worst deputy and sheriff of all time. Uh, anyways. So Krug um, initiates some more destruction-y stuff. If I didn't already feel like this was a gritty documentary of a snuff film, I'm about to start feeling that way. Oh, yeah. This is some trigger warning shit. (laughs) Trigger warning. So Krug tells... This is actually kind of... Okay, so Krug tells Phyllis to piss herself. I hate this scene. I hate it just because of how uncomfortable and dirty it feels. It is. It's awful. And if they don't... Piss your pants. Piss your pants. Yeah. And if she doesn't, they're going to hurt Mary. Yep, Mary gets it. And they do hurt they her cut, a little bit. Yeah, they cut Mary because at one point she just still stands there and she's not doing anything. Right. And I'm like, what if I don't have to pee? Um, what, that's I thought the same thing. I'm like, what if I did? What if I? What if I? I don't know. What if I pissed my pants when you punched me in the stomach last night? Yeah, I'm dehydrated, bro. Yeah, you haven't <laughs> fed me any water or anything for that matter. <laughs> that ride in the trunk really took it out of me. Um, it drained the piss out of me. Put it that way. I probably pissed myself out of fear. But I have a little crossover oh, action no. here. Okay. Okay. No, because this is it, this is why I was like, it's kind of interesting, but someone pissing themselves um in firestarter <laughs> okay what i'm reading right now there's a segment that talks about a baby being potty trained and once they are it becomes physically difficult to piss yourself oh. so they did like a study in the book they're talking about like a study that was done yeah where they fed 12 people or they made p- 12 people grown adults drink as much liquids as they could yeah and then restricted them from using a restroom and they were like well you can actually go to the bathroom anytime you want but you have to do it in your pants and in one thing i read that like somebody said it was real and then i read another thing that it was a makeup sponge in her pants that was like saturated like with she, water like, she pushed uh-huh. it it would yeah that would make more sense totally I would hope to god i yeah. hope that they didn't actually make her piss herself they're like you have to keep wearing that wardrobe for 21 <sighs> days and no we will not wash them oh my god <laughs> We don't want to ruin continuity. Yeah, no. (laughs) So, uh, that does, and it doesn't end there, of course, right? No, of course it doesn't. They basically end up making Mary and Phyllis hurt each other, like punch each other, hit each other, each other, and all that stuff. And then it goes even farther. Well, and Junior says, like, he objects and is like, you're going to kill someone if you're not careful. Like, he starts screaming at Krug. Mm hmm. Um, and haven't they already? Uh, oh, yeah. They've definitely yes. killed so, things and people. Yes, but mm. Junior's finally coming to terms of like, I don't want this anymore. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, wait, like is this life. what this is like without heroin? Shit. I don't like it. I'm fucking sober. <laughs> Not really. He's probably just coming down from it. But anyways. Well, speaking of down. Yes. That's what, that's what he suggests. So why don't you just have them make it with each other instead? Yeah, so he has, Krug has, Krug and Fred, or is it just Krug that has them stripped down? Um, I think they're, well, they're all around. 
around. But Krug right. is kind of the one that's like orchestrating it. Yeah, and Sadie's like, make it with each other. I'm digging it. <sighs> like they're all kind of egging it on. Like, listen, I don't care if you're uh if you're into chicks, that's fine. But don't yeah. make two friends make out with each other. It's really sad because you watch like Phyllis takes on such like a maternal role mm-hmm. in that scene yeah. to comfort Mary, especially because she's like clearly the more life experienced one. Yeah. And it's just like, it just breaks my, like, it's just so sad. It just, I mean, there's always, the, the good thing is though, is there's always going to be that one person between like in one of these situations that's going to take that role on. Yeah. So it is good to see that it at least happens. Yeah. She's not like, in the same boat as Mary. True. Um, it it is. It's just the whole thing is really sad. It's really it fucked up. Well, and they barely knew each other. They didn't know each other last summer. <laughs> Remember? And they're already making it. Whores? <laughs> no. <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Cut that. No, I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Keep that. Keep that. Keep that. Uh, that's funny. Uh, we sound like Puff Daddy. So <laughs> I uh, <laughs> take that. Take that. Take that. Take that. <laughs> oh man! Oh god! I think and, Jamie Foxx. I think Jamie Fox has like a thing that he says yeah. that. That's so funny. Um, so I have a little sprinkle. Yeah, it's not specific to that scene though. Um, but according to various cast and crew members, especially David Hess and Fred Lincoln, who's mm-hmm. Weasel, um, actress Sandra Peabody, who's Mary, was genuinely terrified throughout most of the shoot. At one point, walking off set. Um, because also, too, in an over-enthusiastic attempt to be method, the gang actors harassed her off-screen <gasps> also. Shut up. So eventually, the filmmakers convinced her to return and finish the film. But people have been like, oh, yeah. And, like, Weasel, he's like, I hate that I made this movie. I regret making this oh, movie. Oh, does he? Yeah. Because he was just, he was so into it that he just, like, uh, he, like, because Or does he just feel bad because, like, the I'm a... I'm, I'm a porn dude i'm not like a fucking rapist yeah he's like i can just have a boner and it doesn't have to be malicious and like there's a fluffer off to the side that's getting me ready (laughs) it's fine well he said too i think part of it is like you know he does all these films and yeah some of them may be of the adult variety but like this was the movie he was in that was like but it's consensual (laughs) well this and this is banned in several countries and like it just has such a stigma so he's not the only one sandra a.k.a. Mary, yeah. and him are like, yikes, wish that wasn't on my resume, Aww. you know? But what can you do? Yeah, she, um, knowing that, she played the role very well. Yeah, Other right. than the first rape scene because she oversold it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, her Probably because it wasn't happening. It, you know what I mean? Like, anyways, moving on. So that sucks that she was genuinely scared that they tortured her. Like, not tortured her, but like harassed her outside of like... Yeah. She got into character. Yeah. I don't know. I hate that for her. But anyhow... <sighs> Unfortunate. I mean, yeah. unfortunate too, because honestly, if I'm being real, I would be like hitting on Krug at the cater waiter station. <laughs> I was like, Jill's gonna be into Krug. I know it. I'm not into anybody. But honestly, None though, of them. think back to our Valentine's Day post on Instagram at Four for Gore Podcast. Yeah. Um, Weasel was on my top ten list. Oh fuck, was he? <laughs> yeah. Weasel? I really? love Weasel. I love him. <laughs> He's like an I don't know what he is, but he's no. got like Ted Danson nowadays hair with like a, but like cracked out rapist wit. And then we go to a cop station. Yeah, scene. we go to the police, the police station. Yeah. And they're like, I don't even, you know what? I'll be truthful with you. I did not really, both times, I didn't really pay attention to their conversation. I was kind of bored with the scene. I don't really like the cops much. No, they're kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
They're dumb. <laughs> Thank you guys for all that was intentional. You know yeah, what I mean? Like we, silly ha ha. I, I don't watch it, but I'm sure that you do better in Cobra Kai than you do <laughs> Sir Deputy on <laughs> That's this so movie. so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're talking at the cop station. And that's literally all I got. I got an, ellip- yeah, I an just, ellipsis. I literally just, it just says police station on my notes. Boy. I, I, they t- I think they talk a little bit. Well, you do see briefly for what it's worth to kind of like give some light to that scene, I guess. You, we do, it cuts to the sheriff talking to the Collingwoods oh, on yeah. the phone for a little bit yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're like, just keep your phone open. Like, don't be on the phone, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, she'll call, whatever. Right. Um, and so we kind of do get that. But then I don't know what, the sheriff and deputy are saying to each other though. Yeah. Anyways, but don't they like, don't they then get called out? Just nope. Nope. That's later. Yeah. Right. Sorry. 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 Nope. You're good. Um, and then we go back to where the girls are and Krug says he's going to the car to get something to quote, cut firewood with. Yeah. He's going to go to the car. And while Fred stays behind with Sadie and Phyllis is hipped to the like, hip to the code she yeah. knows she knows that whatever he's coming back with is for them yeah she you know like, what I mean? i'm not stupid yeah so she starts to plot yeah she Phyllis. lays down on the ground oh she asks if she can put her clothes on because she's cold yeah and i think fred's the one that is it fred that says yeah go yeah. ahead yeah and so she puts her clothes back on and she's laying she lays down in the in the on the ground with uh, I almost call her Sadie. Lays down with Mary mm-hmm. and leans into Mary and says, "I'm going to make a run for it." Yeah, and you're going to stay here and distract them while I run up, you know, run and find help. Yeah, yeah, yep. So Phyllis does make that run for it, and that she does. Weasel and Sadie give chase. Yeah, but Mary's left with Junior as like her keeper. Yes, you know. So they're hanging out. Yeah. So we kind of have like a little bit of a back and forth, I think, for a second. Like we see yeah. them running away and then we see Mary starts to try to manipulate Junior. And she starts telling him that she wants to rename him. I thought the scene was awkward mm-hmm. and kind of weird. Yeah. And I, I don't know if maybe like in that moment, that's just like where she was just panic talking. Yes. But like to tell Junior that she's going to rename him to Willow. Willow. I'm like, okay. Hippy dippy. Sure, yeah, I'm like, cool. I would have named him Sunshine Daydream. <laughs> Sunshine Daydream. <laughs> Sunshine Willow Daydream Blue Skies. Mary gives Junior her peace sign necklace. That's right. She puts it on him and she says, also too, I can get you methadone. My dad's a doctor and I live right near here. Come with me. Yeah. Like, let's go help me escape and she I'll tries, get you methadone. Yeah, she tries to, yep, yep. So when you were saying about uh, the scene being kind of like we, you felt like she was kind of weird in it, and yeah. like the what was she was saying was kind of weird and stuff. I don't think that has anything to do with it, but it's funny that you brought that scene up in that way because she couldn't remember her lines, and she kept oh. they were doing that scene so many times that he actually the actor got really frustrated with her and was like, "If you don't get it fucking right on the next time, I'm throwing you off this ledge we're on right now." And she nailed it on the last. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if she was already scared because they were harassing her off screen, she probably was jumbled (laughs) in her mind. Yeah. And she seriously probably believed. So, hey, Junior, go fuck yourself. Hey, Junior. Great job for pulling that performance out of her. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. These guys were animals. Literally. Holy shit. Yep. And sometimes they kill them. So. (laughs) 
Just get rid of her. And then we see Weasel and Phyllis face off across the stream. And then the cops, we go back to the cops real quick, and that... They get called out, but what do they get called out for? They realize they saw the convict car. Mm. So I think, I don't remember what they hear, if it's something they hear on the radio, but they're like, oh, that car, though, it's by Mary Collingwood's house. Yeah, dumbass. And they get in theirs and race off to go to that, direct back to that right. direction or whatever. Right, yeah. Um, and then a little, again, jumping around here. Yep. But we get back to Phyllis's, you know, she's running through the woods. Yeah, she is. And Sadie catches up to her. But the, the music again. <laughs> I'm sorry. And and now that you explain it, it does make more sense, but yeah. it's still not going to sell me. Yeah. It just takes for me. And maybe it's because I'm not a connoisseur of the older, the older horror movies, the older scary movies. But even so, it's just the music for me. Mm-hmm. I get into it later. But, like, it's yeah. just the music for me. And it just, it ruined the moment for me. I didn't yeah. feel, I didn't feel any intensity. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, obviously they're catching up to her. But I'm like, okay, well, they're catching up to her. They're just friends playing tag at this point. <laughs> yeah, if you muted it. Or no, no, that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> no, if you muted it, it would. It would. If it's you, the same thing. If you muted it, you would think that it was a horrific horror movie. If you only heard the yes. music, you'd be like, fun frolicking what yeah this is such a good time they're just playing tag having a good time come get me (laughs) yes anyways but yeah so uh sadie does catch up to phyllis and sadie's like i can help you get out of this you just have to trust me yeah phyllis is like like, nope phyllis smacks sadie in the dome with a rock and weasel's starting to catch up Mm -hmm. and then phyllis forrest gumps her way through well the forest some more yeah she but she's starting to lose some steam yes Yeah. yeah uh rightfully so um, and she sees off in the distance like a cemetery. It's a graveyard. Yes. How symbolic. I know, right? And then and then you see like a road there yonder too, and she's like, Yes. I know, I hate it so much Home though. Home free. Right. <laughs> but then she's cornered by the baddies. Yes. So like out of nowhere, kind of a cool shot where a machete just pops out of nowhere out of like into frame. Mm-hmm. And she's stopped by Krug first mm-hmm. who has a machete now yes very <laughs> perfect mr Voorhees Great. of him yes. yes um and then she runs off into another direction and she's stopped by is it sadie or fred first um it may have been fred i well so the She's stabbed. She gets stabbed once and then starts she to gets, crawl away. She gets stopped by them first and then tries to go off. And I think Fred Fred comes up last. Yeah. 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 Um, so. And yes, what you said about well, the stabbing. The stabbing in the back. Is very strange. Real Like when she, they stab her in the back. Like Weasel stabs her in the back and she collapses to the ground and starts she's, to kind of crawl away. She's bleeding all over her back. I'm glad you said that because I had a little notey oh, note. Okay. It's a mixture of red and blue food coloring. Interesting. With caramel syrup. And that was used for all the fake blood, which contrary to most film blood actually looks pretty damn real. It looks pretty damn good, actually. That scene, man, I when she stabbed the first time and then is lurching away to get try to yeah. get away. And they keep kicking her. It's very realistic. It was because like scary looking. The thing is, even though like she like how she's crawling away, it just it it does. It looks it looks way too real and how they keep kicking her. Yeah. As she's crawling away, it's like it's bad enough you just stabbed her. Could you not? Could you not just let her crawl? It's Totes. Like, well, then crawl. to your point though, um, they do end up. So she does kind of crawl away because then they she walk. Does. They walk up on her and she's leaning against a tree, 
And I don't know if you noticed it, but there's a dollhouse to the right of her that was just sitting in the woods. Oh, randomly. I just noticed the car. Oh, it's real weird. I like I didn't wreck it. I didn't notice it on my own. Can we also talk about too, though too as she's just to back up for five seconds mm-hmm. with the road point? Yeah. Never in my life have I stopped and cheered on the underdog so hard because you see her like crawling away. I think they do like a wide shot of everybody kind of like surrounding her mm-hmm. after she's stabbed. Yeah. And you see a wide shot and you see the road off in the distance and a truck just zips past and you're yeah. like, no, yes. she's so close though. She could have just like ran. I like, I was literally sitting there the first time I watched it cause I was by myself. Yeah. I don't do this in front of Dave and I'm just going, <gasps> there's a truck right there. Just, just get up. I would find all the fucking, I, I don't know. I would find every bit of something in my body to get up and run. Yeah. I don't so care how eerie. Ba- it's so Because she's so close. Oh, anyways. Okay. Back to the tree in the dollhouse. No. Which I didn't catch. No, it's just, it's just like also extra creep looking because she's leaning against that tree and then there's and like. And she's this- very awkwardly. I mean, gr- yeah. <laughs> she's like awkwardly leaning after being stabbed. How dare. Phyllis's posture sucks. She needs to seriously <laughs> chip her up a little bit. Weasel stabs her multiple times, and then Sadie stabs her a little bit. Yeah. And then... Oh, we get a bloody spit in Fred's eye. Don't forget that right before that... Don't forget right before that, the cops are driving, Mm -hmm. and they run out of gas. Way to go, deputy. Oh. It's it's like in between all... It's like stabbed stabbed in the back. Yes. Then kind of crawling away. You're right. They're kicking her. We get some hope. There's no hope. And then right as like all this is happening, the cops are driving super fast. They run out of gas and the sheriff's like, you're a dumbass. And he's like, oh, shit, I should just go back to Cobra Kai. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm so silly. I know. I'm so silly. (laughs) I should have known. Um, Anyways. And then we go to the tree. Bloody spit in Fred's eye. Yeah. Stab, stab. And then Sadie disembowels Phyllis. Oh, that is so like I was not expecting. I was. I I wasn't expecting that from a 70s movie. Just came right out of there. It's a quick enough scene, but it's it's enough that you're like, oh, yep, those are intestines. Oh, there that is. That's not something I need to question. I know what that is. Phyllis was a beautiful person on the inside and the outside. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) You know, it's it's something I had said to Dave, too. I was like, they are both just like so gorgeous, though. Like, they're Mm -hmm. naturally both just so pretty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. I can't say the same for Sadie. Krug, Weasel, and Sadie find Mary running away with Junior. Yes. They intercept that whole plan, if you will. Yep, yep. Uh, and Mary's like, did Phyllis get away? Er, yeah. And they're like, not quite. No, they don't even say anything. They just kind of look at her, don't they? Or does one of them shake their head no? They I don't show, think they say anything. They show yeah. Mary Phyllis's arm. Yeah. They and cut it, it, it off. It is kind of crazy how whenever it first like sneaks, because like this, it's like a side shot of like their bodies. Yeah. And it's like her hand pokes out. Like you can clearly tell like when they probably shot it, it was actually her hand coming yeah. out. But her fingers get caught on their their shirts at first. Oh, yeah. So like when it comes out, it is kind of just like a limp hand just being like, hey. <laughs> and then they just, yeah, they drop her dismembered arm forearm yeah literally onto the ground krug's like i'm glad this machete came in handy yeah i (laughs) totally wanted to chop some wood (laughs) wink wink so you know mary wigs because she sees that and is like well clearly phyllis isn't going to get help no Um, (laughs) i'm kind of stuck here with these fuckers now yeah now she's on her own 
And so are the cops. They try, they're trying to hitch a ride after yep. their car's out of gas and those hip, those hippies pull over and then they're like, fuck you. We yeah. And then they just flip, they flip them <laughs> off. I love that. Yep. So they're walking now. Yeah. Gonna hitchhike if they can. Yeah. Should another opportunity present itself. It just might. Wink, wink. Yes. Um, so then we go back to, Ugh. oh, you don't like Krug carving his John Hancock into Mary's chest? I don't like any of this scene. <laughs> I, I, well, well, I can't blame you. Well, no, that was, that was enough right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, they're taking that smaller knife that's really Fred's, I think. Mm-hmm. And they're just, I think they all take a whack at it, don't they? Or is it just Krug? He just carves his name in Yeah. It. Mm, he's disgusting. Um, so... Yeah, he cuts his name into her chest. I'd be like, if you were a Fred Krug, maybe. Maybe. That's a little different. Mm. Um, But yeah, he does do that. And, um, you know, Weasel admires the... the, Handiwork. The handiwork. Good good call. Trigger, 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 coming up. The rape. Trigger for two things. What's that? Uh, Not only, like, does he, like, rape her, but does he have to put his face on top of her and slobber all over her fucking cheek? It's pretty hard. I I think it's equal. It's equal grotesque to me because I think that that's just, first of all, I wouldn't want that from somebody I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah. Uh, Like, if if anybody I enjoyed did that to me, I'd be like, Gross. Could you stop? Yeah. But now, not only am, are you getting raped, mm-hmm. but you're now having someone that you don't want on you. Just He's just slobbering on her fucking face. It's like a whole other level of personal space intrusion and disgustingness. It's just, it's just so... Oh, God. It just... It, yeah. Trigger, it's, trigger, trigger, It's trigger. the cherry... It's the cherry... It's a personal trigger, okay? <laughs> not really, but like it would be if someone was slobbering on me. <laughs> It's triggering me and it's never even happened and it's gross. It's pretty hardcore. But yeah, so like he, but this part, okay, so that scene ends, right? It's pretty quick and he gets up and like buttons his pants and she's kind of just like sulking away. Yeah. But this scene is like equally sad. The music is sad, I think, from what I remember. But I still, it, it, okay, let me explain myself. They allow her to walk away a little bit. Yeah. But what confuses me is like he all of a sudden has like this humanistic part to him where he's looking at her like, I just did that. Yeah. Why does that change any other time, though? Like, I like there's no way that like all of a sudden his like he has like a change of heart. I it's an it's the most interesting part of the movie for me. It just confused me. Yeah. Mer- I wasn't expecting it, I guess. I think it's. When Mary's wandering away and like stumbles and gets sick and she's saying, I don't know if you heard her do it, but she's like saying the Lord, the Lord's prayer to herself. Yeah. Which is equally sad. I feel like it's their first chance to stop and look and see what they did too. True. They haven't. I mean, it's been very fly by the seat of our pants. Yes. Or no pants dancing. (laughs) And it's just like, I think that it's sinking in literally too, because they're, they're covered in blood. They're covered in grass and they're like picking picking stuff off off. themselves do you think too not to cut you off i'm so sorry Mm -hmm. but like it just dawned on me just now as i'm sitting here do you think also this is the first time that they're somewhat sober uh because think about it they've been they drove they went into the woods it's been a few hours like nightfall's coming maybe nightfall's coming oh that sounds (laughs) ominous For the I first mean, time this whole I know the whole even. thing, yeah, right? <laughs> Nightfall has come. Uh, but I just talk you like sound, this. The you rest. sound like Gandalf. <laughs> James Gandalf Amy. No. 
Um, but no, seriously, like this yeah. is like the first, like, or not the first, but like this is the first time that like they don't. It's not like they have roadies on them, like yeah. road, road beers, right? Then, right. like from the night before, they were probably. Hot. I mean, other than Junior, who's coming off of it, yeah. I feel like this might be the first time that they might be sober too. So, do you think that they're looking at it in a different light? Literally, maybe, maybe that could be. It's a I thought. mean, there are serial killers that could only murder people when they were completely blackout drunk. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm sure it has Me. something to do with it. <laughs> you're right. I know you're like what twelve deep. Yeah, I think I'm almost on my teens. It is like the most. Back to your point of like, it's like the most sobering mm-hmm. scene out of all of them, I think. It is interesting. Like Wes Craven talks about it too and how that there there is that moment where it's like for you watching the movie, you almost feel sympathetic toward there being like, uh-oh. For you know a millisecond. I mean? It's really a weird, it's a weird flip on, you know, flip on its ear of what you're supposed to think about these people, mm-hmm. I think. Like mm-hmm. it just definitely takes me aback. I love yep. that part. That's my favorite scene. Um, my, I actually did my least in fave. They're coming up. Nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I should preface with all the rape scenes are my least favorite scenes. I just <laughs> I wanted like to, a, I was surprised you hadn't mentioned yeah, it yet. I, yeah, no, I, I just wanted to put that out there for right. all of you that, yeah, I don't like them period, but like my actual true, cause that's an obvious one. Yeah. My actual least in fave are coming up. Gotcha. But anyways. Well, and too, like you had mentioned, they're kind of slowly following Mary and she's yeah, walking. She's just kind of wandering off. She walks toward a body of water. Pretty she probably up. knows where what she's doing, though, like where she's at. I, I almost took Maybe. it too, like she was baptizing herself. Like oh. I just read like I and, and I'm probably looking at it that way just because she was saying the Lord's Prayer to yeah. herself, which is a Wes Craven specialty, a nightmare on Elm Street. And I think they say it to recite it in the people under the stairs. And yeah. so they follow her on over. But that to lake the, is not clean. Ew, it's I know. so murky. It's very it, for them being in New York and Connecticut. I almost like pictured that as like a Florida kind of like gross like a gator just gets yeah it. that's what i'm talking about that's what i mean like i know that that's not what happens but like it's just so like it's just very dirt i mean anywhere can be a dirty lake it's not even probably lake it's probably like a it looks like a pond it's a it's a it's a bog <laughs> i don't know isn't that what they do in like um like kermit and stuff like they're at bogs I, and there were frogs frogs out. in the bogs probably junior should be really happy <laughs> call back <Perfect. laughs> <laughs> wonder if he saw one or two yeah. um but yeah so she does mary just kind of want she literally walks into the lake yeah yeah and then krug they all are standing there watching her for totally a second. silent looking still very sad and very somber and yeah. like are we gonna do this you could tell it was a means to you know what i mean they're like well something else has to happen yeah because we- if not if she if she gets if she just goes into this lake we clearly just can't let her backstroke her way out of this one. <laughs> no. like, we need to do something with Mary. It sucks. So Krug hands over a knife to Weasel, and Weasel gives him a gun. They exchange yeah, their they weapons. Exchange, yeah. And Krug shoots her. Like in the shoulder, kind of makes her like flip around so she's facing them, and she kind of yeah. whips back onto her back a little bit and is just kind of floating there. Yeah, it's a slow... It's and if, slow. if nothing else, you're going to come out of there with an infection per oh, the boggy water. The boggy. <laughs> it's very dirty. I'd be like, this gross. is gross. I don't like this. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten it in anyways because I have a, I have a, I have a thalassophobia. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do. I don't like the murky, deep, dark. If you can't see below what you're going to step in or touch, I can't do it. It's I've gishy. come, I've, I've developed that over time. Anyhow. Yeah. But yeah, 
can't do it. Good old lake shooting. And then he he points again very dramatically. Yeah. And you hear and then you see like a cutaway to a dog barking. Oh, yeah. The, it's the family dog. Yeah. Because they, they, they do the pup at the house. He's like tied outside and yeah. um, you hear the last gunshot. Yep. And the pup just freaks the fuck out. And he knows that like something's out there. And then uh, we just see Mary being left for dead. She's just floating. Yes. And the baddies start to wash up in the water. In the gross water, too. Oh, yeah. Well, let's real quick, though. Let's go. They do that. But we do see that the deputy. Um, I hate this part. I, I, I only bring this up because the cops stop and chat. Yeah, well, they're <laughs> which like it's a quick like to and from. We get a lot of back and forth in this movie. But like the deputy apparently can hear trucks with chickens coming down the road. Yes. Shut up. Like, Wes Craven, I'm sorry, but why? Oh, I love that. Like, if you're trying to be funny, I get it. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, because there's, there are, like, knowing who he is and knowing what he's helped write, there are definitely some quirky, fun pieces that happen in A Nightmare, for example. But it's because Freddy's written that way. Mm-hmm. Like, his character is kind of like, like, here mm-hmm. I am. I'm terrifying, but I'm also kind of funny. Yeah. That's just how he's written. So that's mm-hmm. fine. But in this movie, it doesn't work. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm sorry. I think it's stupid that he's like, that. I mean, I do appreciate that the sheriff's like, you can hear that. Seriously. <laughs> like, yeah. I appreciate that they at least call out that it's dumb. Yeah. But I still think it's stupid. Yeah. And then what happens? A fucking chicken truck drives down the road. He's right. Anyways, <laughs> and they're trying to hop on it. And here's Ada, who's like, um, I'm not dropping off the. Ch-. They tried, so she's like, how? Like, I don't understand why they couldn't get in the truck with her. But I know, I, I digress. I know. I was like, are there more crates of chickens riding? Maybe, shoddy? maybe, maybe, maybe. But so then she puts them on the roof and purposely <laughs> drives forward and then hits the brakes really hard and they go flying off the roof, right? Mm-hmm. And then they say like, well, you got to let go of some of these chickens. Yeah. And she's like, how much do you guys weigh? Mm-hmm. And I do love how the deputy's like 185. <laughs> and she like looks at the sheriff and the sheriff's like 180. And he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, or you got to be kidding me or something yeah, like that. It's like 190. And I she's don't weigh like, myself every day. Right. And then she like does some quick math in her head, which I'm surprised. And um, she doesn't seem like she could do some quick math in general. <laughs> she just doesn't seem like the brightest bow in the back. <laughs> But she does say really fast, that's like 11 crates of chickens, and I'm not doing that. Right. So, you know, yeah. she drives off. Well, see you later. <laughs> She's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. They're like, can you leave us a chicken in case uh, we don't find our way I to... I do s- love Ada. Yeah, she's I love good. Ada. She's awesome. I like her. Anyways. So then this is where the, the, the... I just wanted to call to, like, what's going on with the cops, just mm-hmm. as a heads up. But this is this is now, like, where the crazies... This is where they they find a different spot, it seems. They wash off yeah, they, in the lake. Yeah, they like climbed in. It's not and, so boggy. Yeah. They uh, got rid of some of the blood and gore all over themselves. Yeah, it was a very quick and, wash. And I'm like, I don't think that actually did anything. But mm. yeah. And then they get out. You know, Sadie's in there up to her like knees, washing the blood and Aquanet well, out of well, her hair. Yeah, Krug is definitely in like it. elbows face yeah. in. And Fred just kind of stands there. Seems like a good way to drown to me. Yeah. Like what if you couldn't back yeah, what if it was like super uh, muddy and like yeah, clay? That happened in uh, the House of Wax movie we watched. Yes. Yep. Yes. That would freak me the fuck out. Hell yes. But Weasel was there. He could have grabbed the old. That's uh, true. The old Krug legs. But yeah, then they then we see them getting dressed in a field. So yes. they're putting on different clothes. Oh, they send Junior up to go get the. Which is so funny to me that that car is still just chill. Well, I guess that nobody's come to get it yet, and 
Well, we'll talk about it. But he sends uh, Krug sends Junior up to go get the suitcases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we go to hang out with moms and dads here. And dad's playing some solitaire. Yeah. In the bedroom just by himself. Like yeah. just having some me time. Yeah. <laughs> just needed to reset. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And they haven't left the house all day. But he's like, I got to get this round in real quick. <laughs> I do love solitaire, though. I do, too. I love solitaire. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's such a it's like such a 70s move to just have some stragglers being welcomed into the house. Yeah. So much for relaxing while your daughter's potentially missing. Yeah. And, and you're mom's just going like, to like offer your place up like it's an Airbnb. It's is it Estelle. I already forgot it. Yeah. I think yeah it's Estelle. Yeah. yeah. Estelle, the mom just kind of comes into the bedroom. She's like, we have some guests. <laughs> Guess what? And he's just like, what huh? we wanted. Yeah, she's like, we've always we we're feeling so alone without our daughter. Let's invite four strangers into the home. And you know what? We're gonna let them stay in her room. Yes. <laughs> and they do like to cut to it. They give them like they give themselves all names. But did you notice the continuity error slash mistake of Krug? No. So they enter the the uh, Estelle. The mom comes out into the living room with the hubs. Uh huh. And we're just going to call them wifey and hubs. But yeah. the, wi- the wife goes to introduce all the new people that are in the home. And they all have different names, obviously. She introduces Junior as David. Oh, okay. And then when they go back, when she's like, let me go show you to your rooms. And she says something like, do you want to shower? Like, she says something to them like, do you want to shower up or what? I can't remember. And Krug says to her and to the husband, oh, Fred, no, he's capable. Oh, about the bags. The, the, the oh. hub says, do you want me to help you with the bags? Yeah. And uh, they are, I'm calling him by his real name yeah, now. Da- yeah, yeah. Krug says to the, the wife and husband, oh, Fred can handle that. Oh, I didn't notice so that. So I don't know why he says that because that's not his name. Yeah. Regardless. But I don't know if that was like a continuity thing where like he's thinking of Fred yeah. He's thinking of Weasel, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But that either way, be. but he does she does introduce him. Maybe she fucks it up. I don't know. She introduces him as David. Oh shit. So, I didn't even notice that. It's just a fun little thing. I was like, wait, no, 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 no. You introduced him as David. <laughs> and now Krug is calling him Fred. Who are you? Who are you, people? Who are you? Why are you staying in my daughter's room? <laughs> and why am I offering you bacon and eggs tomorrow? Right. She's even like, I threw some towels out for you. Bacon and eggs okay? What, yeah, it's like who would be like, no. No. Well, I wouldn't say no, but I also wouldn't let the... Anyways. I'd be like, I want some panty cakes. Oh, um, yeah, but they stay because also they don't have a car to take them into the into the, into the town. Right. Right. Yep. And that's why I'm saying that I think they took their car when they went to the concert, and it just so happens that Phyllis was driving. I bet you're right. Yes. Yep. Anyhow. But, yeah, they get showed to the rooms. Mm-hmm. So it's a spare bed and then Mary's room. Yeah. Oh, and also, let's not forget Weasel cuts the phone line. So there oh, that goes again. Yes. And the fucker just started working I an know, hour ago. I know. just getting fixed. <laughs> you bastard. Uh, so, um, yeah, then they are in their own little rooms and all that jazz because Mary's parents are absolutely insane. Yep, but they all sneak into the room where Krug and uh, Sadie, Sadie technically are. are staying, but they're all, like, in that room. And yeah. then Fred starts snooping. Oh. And I mean, it's disgusting what he finds. Oh, my God. He finds pictures of Mary. And Krug's like, what are the odds? <sighs> and it's like, great. Now we're going to fuck with this family. It's so awful. It is awful. It's just the worst. The whole thing's awful. Um. So, so yeah, they're stoked about uh, fi- <laughs> finding it was Mary's homestead. And they're stoked about dinner time. Yeah, they are. And <laughs> I just love this is this is another reason why. 
what my point was earlier about them all of a sudden feeling kind of sullen about what they did mm-hmm. was, do you notice that at dinner, Sadie, oh, Sadie's clearly an alcoholic, yes. but Sadie is chugging her wine. wine. Yes. I don't blame you. Sometimes I'm really into it too, but I don't go face to... She's she's hounding it. I would be like, are you okay? Yes. <laughs> do you want me to take a look at you? I'm a doctor. Well, that's, All right? that's funny. You, that's... Funny you said that though, because the dad is very observant during dinner. Yes, he You're is. watching his eyes and he's seeing Sadie dr- drinking that much, right? Then he also sees a bite mark on Krug. On Krug. Um, and you can see too the way Sadie's wearing her hair, you can tell she has a bandage underneath her hairstyle because yep. of yep. the rock she took to the dome. Yep. So the dad's like, hmm, okay. And Junior doesn't come to dinner. Yeah, he's instead. Yeah, he's having an I need a fix dream uh-huh. <laughs> in another room, and like picturing, like picturing all the stuff that's happened, and flashbacks. And Mary's like Willow, Willow, oh, it's awful, so gross. And so that's all fun and dandy, uh, yep. dinner time. Yep. And then I think that's when is that when we see them. Uh, we see Junior sick. He's like barfing in the. He's barf. Well, so like it cuts to like it kind of cuts to like everybody's going to bed, and quote the, unquote. Is that when Fred era when Weasel, Sadie, and Kruger all in bed together drinking? They're all in bed together and they're all kind of chatting and talking, passing a bottle of Jack around or some that, shit. Like they must have just had in their suitcase. Who knows? Or they probably stole it from the home. Who knows? And they're talking about these people being. Like silver spoon yes. assholes. But yes. it's like, well, he did doctor. He does doctor for a living. He does doctor. He yes. does things. He does make a, that 70s house look as awesome as it does. <laughs> um, so. And although I will say that the 70s was probably my least favorite time for home decor. Ooh, shag carpeting. We had it in our house. Because my too. house was built in the 70s. <laughs> we had red carpeting in our house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Roll around in it all Mom day. and dad, why did you do that? <laughs> um, anyways, but I was able to play truly The Floor is Lava in my house. That's true. And I did. And this is where Estelle, the wifey, yes. hears him and goes to help him. Yep. Right? She walks in the bathroom and he's on the floor. Yep. And she's talking to him a little bit. Like, are you okay? You know, I can get you some water. What's going on? He's like, I'm fine. And he leans back against the wall to talk to her, too. Like, he's still seated. Mm -hmm. And she sees the peace sign necklace around his Mm -hmm. neck. And Moms knows something's up, obviously. She's not a dummy now. No. She was for a bit. I know. She turns it on. Yeah. Betty Crocker, now she's, like, on the case. Yeah. So... Now she's on the case. <laughs> so then she gets up from the bathroom and leaves Junior, and then she goes and snoops in a suitcase. Yes, he's like because the rest of them are all well. Does he? He must. She does hear them all talking too. They must yeah. have woken up, right? Yeah. Does is it because Junior goes back into their room for a second? Oh yes, because he's like, I need a fix. Yeah. Yeah. Give me this fix, and she's like listening, but she goes into the room. There's nobody in there. The suitcase is on the bed. Yep. She's unzipping it very slowly. Yes. Mm. And she finds some clothes. Bloody ones. And it's not, it's not, uh, yeah, it's bloody clothes. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> no idea. So she, and she touches it. She does. Very awkward. Yes. And then it cuts pretty damn quick to, you know, her and, and the dad there uh, foresting through this. This is my least favorite scene. Forest- Oh, I bet I know why. Tell me why. So 
when I was first watching it, I was like, I was really excited at first because I'm like, they're getting their revenge very quickly. Yeah. Because it cuts to all of a sudden, like after that, it cuts to the, it cuts to Estelle saying, hold still. And the dad's like, you know, all of a sudden we see both mom and dad standing over Fred in bed. Yeah. Right. And she just keeps saying, stay very still. Don't move. Right. And she's saying it just like that. But they're both dressed in like hospital garb. Mm-hmm. Um, minus the masks, by the way. Come on, guys. You have to be safe. Um, germs and stuff. But who cares? I mean, whatever. So I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't have masks. But the dad's dress and the mom's dress in like hospital garb, like or, like uh, OR garb. Like they're, they're – why, why am I saying garb? Anyways, <laughs> they're dressed in hospital gear. Okay. And she – he says, uh, does he say chisel? Um, I think so. And then she, oh, she says, hold your mouth open. Yeah. Open your mouth. And yeah. then she says, hold still, please. Like, don't move. And he's like, oh, like Fred's like lying straight down on the bed, opening his mouth, like looking up at the ceiling, kind of looking at them off to his left. And the dad says something like, I think he says something like chisel or something like that. And it's just a screwdriver. Yeah. And he then says hammer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hold still, please. And he's still just like sitting there. And she's like, keep your mouth open. And his teeth are. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Okay. His teeth are just like sitting there. And then the dad takes the, the screwdriver to the two front teeth. And then you just hear clink. And he wakes up from a dream. Yeah. I hate that scene because I couldn't imagine. <laughs> That's why I hate it so much. Because I don't do well with teeth stuff in general. Yeah. Like, there's a horror movie out there called Teeth. We will not watch it. I refuse. Because I, I don't think I could do it. I think it's about a vagina that has teeth. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. It's not teeth. <laughs> Sorry. No, teeth I'll watch. That's different. <laughs> That's probably going to make it on the list. And men won't want to hear that. Uh. But... No, it's uh, it's. I think it's just called the dentist, maybe. Oh, okay, yeah. I think there is another one that's called teeth, but it's like a monster that's covered in teeth. I see it on Shutter all the time. I don't know. Um, the dentist one, I, I can't. I nope. I, I'll, I'll have like shivers for the rest of my life. I'm sure. Um, but anyways, moving on. I don't do well with teeth stuff. That's my least favorite scene. Well, that's so funny. Well, but it's a dream sequence. That's funny you said that though, because that's not where I thought you were going with that. So. When you said this is my least favorite scene, I thought it was because when the parents ran through the woods, they find Mary and she's dead. Well, that comes up right after. It happens before his dream. (laughs) So that's why. Did I not put that in there? I don't know. Hold on. Let me look at. Keep talking. Let me look at my notes. So you see them run out. Oh, you know why? Because I started, I typed bloody clothes. But as we were sitting here talking, I typed bloody clothes. And in my mind, I thought that I wrote bloody clothes lead to the lake but like Ah. how do they even know that she's in the lake i know well i do hate that though yes it's not my least favorite but i hate it that that bothers me i'm so sorry that i went through all that and it happens after no you're good you're good it was a great portrayal of weasel's dream yes um but the reason i I should have said thank you that was rude i laugh about that (laughs) the reason i laugh about that is because when they find her body it's out of the lake. Well, and they're like, she. they're so calm. Oh, yeah. The mom's she, like, is there anything that can be done? And he's like, no, she's dead. But here's the thing, though. Like, she's, like, but she's like not dead, though. She's moving. She's almost dead. Oh, okay. But they're, he's like, there's nothing we can do. She's also not wet. Yeah, right. Well, I hate that whole... I do hate that scene. It should be my least favorite because it makes no sense, but... Well, I have a little... In, a little... A little um, opinion about mm-hmm. their acting okay? okay the parents themselves now this isn't me but i was like oh i agree 
wholeheartedly. So that you found this. Yes. Okay. So um, this is just about the performances of the people portraying Mary's parents. Mm-hmm. few lines from an article by Justin Mazaleski on horrorobsessive.com. Okay. And it's called It's All in the Execution, The Last House on the Left. It's a very good article. Okay. Uh, but he says their acting skills are in line with something you'd expect to see on a soap opera on public access television. Yeah. They don't properly control... Uh, I'm sorry, completely... They don't properly convey any of the emotions that are expected of them. When they discover their daughter's lifeless body in the woods, they can only muster a look of mild concern. Yeah. And I was like, I hate this. I hate this. It's so bad. It's not my least favorite scene, but it's up there. Yeah, it's it's I mean, up there with the rape. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, pretty bad. Uh, I have another one that I hate even more. <laughs> so well, it doesn't sound bad because I think that you're also uh, like the I, here's my thing about it. And I think I think I can speak for us both. Okay. I think. <laughs> the rape scenes are obvious. You shouldn't like those periods. So like I don't think even though yes they are like because you and I do least and 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 favorite on this thing, right? Yeah. I know I did it earlier. Um I, I feel like a normal I should I'm going to be no, I'm not going to be careful with my words. A normal human being should not like rape. They shouldn't think that that's like, yeah, that's like my favorite scene. Right. You shouldn't like that. It's disgusting. Yeah. So I think that for us, it, we, the reason we didn't say, oh, my least favorite is the rape scene because it's just naturally you. I, we don't like it. So we're yeah. going to choose something else in its place because that's a natural thing. Like you would expect us to say that because, no, it's not my favorite. It's definitely my least favorite. But yeah. if I were to pick scenes in the movie that I truly think are my least favorite in a different way. The chiseled teeth. Anyways. Well, at least the acting was spot on in these other scenes we That's hate. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Of all the actors in the movie, the parents are my least favorite. Oh, no. They're not good. Followed by the cops. And then everyone else is awesome. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah, the, I would agree with that. Totes. Yeah. Well, Anyways. Weasel, you know, woke up from his scare dream. <laughs> from his scare dream. The scare mare. Yeah, right. His Freddy moment. Yeah. And he wakes up, puts his shirt on, decides to go meander through the homestead. Yeah. Awkward. He's definitely overstaying his welcome in my humble. Oh, absolutely. Even yeah, if he, I did wake up at just a wandering around at a person's house in the middle of the night, I'd be like, "Well, I guess I'm just laying here awake then." No, exactly. I wouldn't <laughs> get up and wander around. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dad's in the basement, weaponing up. He grabs like a wrench and takes some so practice. Stupid practice air swings. You know what I said to Dave? <laughs> I said because Dave was still sitting there watching this with me, and and this is just a shout out to to this goes for the fiance bay too. I was like, I said to Dave, I said, I'm so thankful that you're my husband because this scene makes me angry because what man's like, you know what? I'm going to get him with this wrench. I'm also going to get him with the top of this garbage can. I'm going to push him away. I was like, there's got to be like a- any person would probably try a little bit harder. And it's not until after they grab something else that makes more sense. And Dave was like, oh, yeah, I would just fucking shoot them. I was like, exactly. I was like, yeah. there's no question about it. Now, not everybody has a gun in their home either. I shouldn't say that. But like, you'd still find something better than a wrench. We have and a that, shield. And that's, <laughs> do you? No. Oh. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? I even have an old police baton that I'll beat the shit out of somebody with. Anyhow, he's just like, it just, it's so, I'm like, yeah, that's really going to try to get things to hurt the bad guys. Like, you're really going to do it, buddy. Limbering up his shoulder. I don't know. It just, it was so bad. And the mom's just having a cocktail. Yeah. And she's just, she just keeps, I hate it. She keeps just moving it around with the ice in it. I'm like, could you stop? Yeah. You don't need to stir that. I think it's white wine that you put ice in. Well, 
And what, That's what I think. What irks is that she's like awfully calm, but it's not even like she's creepy. They're plotting calm. She no, just she's seems, just chill. She just seems derpish to me. My daughter didn't just die. <laughs> I know, right? Maybe th- she's in denial. That's the thing. Shock. Shock and but, denial. But still, I'm not sold on no. that. It's it, a really bad um, acting. What I am sold on is Weasel finding mom and striking up a convo and a sig. And he's like, hey, you want to go do the dirty? <laughs> Pretty much. He's like, you know, I used to do porn, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Mrs. Collingwood. I have some wood that's calling. (laughs) I. (laughs) (laughs) So he does. Yeah, he makes a move and he suggests the couch, but it's a little occupied with Mary's dead body. Yeah, just like face down, just chilling. (laughs) Like, guys, you couldn't have. Well, they couldn't. Well, that's another thing that's kind of stupid. Is it like they bring her back to the house? Now, granted, I understand that there's some psychos in your home that you're gonna have to try to figure out how to get them out of there or whatever. Right. But like they don't even show them trying to call the police right. at all. So like yeah. I, I don't know if like maybe in the writing room they were like, we'll just imply it that they did that. But yeah. it's like you don't even know if the phone's dead or not. Yeah. Although they do find uh never mind. Something I think, happens later. I feel like they go into full on. We're going to handle this mode. Yeah, I think I yeah. don't know that though. It's kind of self implied. I guess it's kind of just like it's not talked about. You just kind of figure that that's what they're doing, right? Right. Well, and it's, that speaks to this whole weasel seduction because it's like was they were they hoping that there were they would have the chance to maybe start to yeah. How are you supposed to know that he's going to be like yeah I'll fuck you right 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 yeah. So not- it's just kind of all just very interesting how it plays out but yeah but she does Estelle does convince Fred to like leave the house and and they start talking about some kink oh I know right a little suggestion of outdoor kink thank goodness he was wearing a tie tie the hands behind the back yes Ah! what I loved it and meanwhile then two dads inside Kevin McAllister Yep, Kevin McAllister, the house. Dad's getting ready. He's setting up some buzzy. Traps. I was like, I, I was like, I guarantee that Joe and I are both going to say Kevin McAllister, the house. <laughs> Have to. And then we cut. Go- so he he's doing like uh, he's like wiring up the place for sound and electrocution. He's got yeah. some shaving cream. He's mm-hmm. got a little slippery little, slopes. Little mixed bag. Of yeah, fun. a lot of stuff. Yeah, the electrocution. But what I was going to say is that we're going to come to later. I don't think he cuts that cord. I think that's the phone cord, and he finds it like that because he um he oh, he might he, he the actual and yes. that's what's splayed out that he's yeah. splaying that cord already because you don't see him cut a cord. He You're just right. starts it and he puts it under the rug and pours the water. Good call. I love the water pouring scene. I don't know why it's Great. very therapeutic at that moment. <laughs> I just I just love how you hear it and see it, and it's not immediately soaking into the carpet. Yeah. I don't know why it was very aesthetically pleasing. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I have weird moments like that. Yeah, too. I'm like, Ooh. I'm like, I like this. Right may now. rewind that scene. <laughs> You're like, that's my favorite scene. <laughs> no, it's coming up. It's coming up. So you have to know what my favorite scene is at this point. We have. Oh, can we? Well, can we talk about Weasel's wiener? Because well, it's coming. Well, his. So the mom. Well, first <laughs> the mom zips it in his fly. Yeah, so like we, she ends up tying. Let's not forget that he ends yes. up like convincing her, and she ends up like doing the she's tying like, oh, the I don't hands know up. If I can do it. She does do a good job of being like, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, yeah. And so he, she does tie up his hands with his own tie yes. behind his back, and then they're by the lake. Yes, that's how far they walk. And she's like, "Ooh, let's uh, check out what she got going on here." Yeah, and so zip. she does, she does zip, and he's like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> so totally, like, there's something about Mary's it. 
Yep. And I love it when he's like, it's not little. Because she keeps saying, your little thing. Yeah. Oh, look at your little thing. I know. And he's like, it's not little. It'll, it'll get there. Because <laughs> you just scared it. That's all. <laughs> so he needs a couple minutes to yes. recover from that there. Yep. And then the dad creeps in on like sleeping Krug. Which is kind of creepy slash funny at the same time because he comes in to grab. What does he come back? What does he come in to grab? What does the dad come in to grab out of that room? I think the gun was sitting on the nightstand and he takes it. Oh, it's their handgun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But my question is, did he know that they have that? No, I think he just walked in. I think he walked in to bash him in the dome or something to attack him. Saw that and was like, shit, I better grab that. But Krug opens his eyes and but then when shuts him again. Yeah, he doesn't notice. Like, he thinks he hears something. And yeah. then he does go back to sleep naturally. It is weird. It's, like, it feels disjointed to me. And yes. like, can he see him? Can he not see him? Wow, he's really shadowy. Like, I, yeah, it, it feels cut strange. But I well, don't know. especially because the bedroom door, like the bedroom's dark and now the door's open. Right. So, right, like, right. you would know that someone's in the room because the door's open and the light's coming in from the hallway. Anyways. The shaving creamy hallway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we do finally get to Weasel getting some dome in the yard with mom. Yeah. But here's my question. And I'm not trying to be crude. Not okay. to be confused with Krug. Yeah. But like, why does she go the distance of almost completely finishing him off and then decides to injure him? Um, Because you have to make it believable. She I, takes one for the team. I guess. But like, Jesus, it seemed like he was pretty into it within three seconds. You well, probably could have just bit down, girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But I think that she was trying to just get in the moment. Yeah. Maybe she was enjoying it. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. He's mine. Maybe the doc doesn't really have it going on. And she was just like trying to have a quick second. But this is my favorite scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh. my favorite scene by far. Yeah. Because it feels I had a you want to talk about animalistic moment. I was like, this is like the most perfect. But here's the thing that sucks. The only thing that sucks about that scene specifically is that I wish that was Krug. I don't wish it was Fred because Fred doesn't do the raping. Well, yeah. we don't know about with Phyllis in the very first scene. Right. But right, right. Uh, maybe he does. So we'll just assume that he does. But I feel like it's more directed at Krug that I wish it would happen to, but it's still extremely like, yes, this is fucking happening. Good for you, mom. Like yeah. you fucking took one for the team and you fucking, I don't care if you're a married woman, you fucking did it right. <laughs> he deserves it because he's a fucking piece of shit. Well, it sounds like she she's also a pedophile. Does so yes, know how to do it. Right. She does know how to do it. Right. But that's why that's my favorite scene. Yeah. No, that it's makes a very revenge. kind of like, yes, she was biting on a belt. They, oh, had, was she? they had like maneuvered it so she actually had something to like grip and hold on to oh, so she could like move her head oh, around good. all realistically. Good, good, yeah. good. It wasn't actually his dick. No, no. For those that haven't figured out what's happening. <laughs> he needed that for other uh, pornographer. Oh, ah, shit. Um, you can't just get like a, they have technology now. Can't they just put like a prosthetic on there? Yeah, they did it with Marky like- Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I remember the first time that I ever saw that movie. I was like, "Is it real?" In my mind, I was like, "Is it?" Hmm. I always forget that he's younger than Donnie. Oh yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know why I feel. Well, I was obsessed with Nuka's on the Block. Oh so yeah, I know a little something something about Donnie versus Mark. Well, I'm obsessed with fear. Oh yeah, so. well, it's a good one. <laughs> so I was a fucking house. Uh, <laughs> so I can't even. Yeah. Um. 
so all of that's happening outside with Weasel's Wiener and Sadie and crew. <laughs> Weasel's Wiener. <laughs> they're awakened by him screaming outside in his outside voice. Yes. And Sadie and Krug are like, what the fuck? And yep. that's when we see in the shadows there the dad's like gun damed right at them. Uh-huh. Got uh-huh. like a huge shoddy pointed in their eyes. They turn the they turn the bedroom like the the um side table light on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then um uh, I think then too. I think Krug um, pulls the light. He, he pulls, does. He unplugs it. So he it's does dark pull again. the light. Yep. And then that's when he flails out of the room, and he you know falls for he one. He trips of the- everywhere. Yeah. It was very um, cartoony to me. This scene. <laughs> I mean, I understand what the dad was doing, and I appreciate that he was trying to slow them down, if anything, right? Um, and hurt them, obviously. But like, it was just very. I appreciate his effort, but yeah. like watching it played back, I'm like, this is very Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck <laughs> to me for yeah. like a second or two, right? Yeah. But then like once he gets out of the hallway and he gets like into the living room, the dad's there. Yes. Yeah, they face off. They do face off. And and I, I still think it's funny that like the dad went into the basement, like as we see things play out later, mm-hmm. the dad goes into the basement tries to get the wrench in the thing, right? And then he finds the shotgun. Yes. And then he comes upstairs. It's like, you had a poker sitting there the whole time. You could have just beaten them to death. Yeah. I would have. Well, it probably would have taken longer, though. True, but at least you would have... That's true. You gotta, you know what I mean? You gotta do it quick. That's true. When you're... When you're... This is why I can't be in a horror movie. No, this is why I murder people. Yes, I know how. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I'm on number 13 coming up. I just have to find the right person. Yeah, who'd have thought? They go back and forth for quite a bit. Yeah, right? the dad and Krug fight it out. But then there's like, do we cut? I'm reading my notes because clearly I didn't read them last time and totally missed the the bloody clothes part that leads to the lake. Um, because, like, at one point, somebody comes to the rescue, but, not like, not 100% comes to the rescue. Well, Junior yeah. takes aim at Krug with the yeah, gun. Yeah, he comes out of nowhere with the gun. Which is awesome. He's mm-hmm. got the handgun on him, and he aims it at Krug. And, and he shoots but misses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Krug then is, like, gets right in his head, quite literally and figuratively. And tells his own son. Yeah. He like backs him up against the wall and is like, I want you to take the gun and turn it around and put it in your mouth and blow your brains out. Just blow your brains out. Shoot yourself. Blow your brains out. I love it. Yeah, I love that scene. It's so awful though because he does. He totally does. <laughs> Junior, <laughs> Junior does. takes direction very well. <laughs> he does blow his own brains he out. He does. He looks Sad. almost happy. It's weird. Well, I mean, I, I kind of feel like I, if I lived that existence, I'd either get out or I'd be like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like, he, truly. Like, it, it's it's not a good place to be. Yeah. His, and he's hooked on H, so. <laughs> the hard H. Yeah, the hard I H. I know. And I was laughing, too. I'm like, Krug's probably potentially, like, stoked to not be his junkie son caregiver anymore. He's like, yeah, You can just, like, rape without feeling uh, guilt now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it's a short-lived feeling of, uh-huh. yay, because yep. then he hears a chainsaw revving. Yeah, dad's getting a little leather face. <laughs> I know, He's having right? a moment. Yes. Yeah, so Krug runs over to, like, the, the basement doorway. And he's, like, looking, and, like, looking there's down. nothing there yet. Yeah. And he just appears out of nowhere with his chainsaw. His dad, dad has a chainsaw. Dad starts walking up the stairs. It's so drawn out. It takes forever. The oh, dad's, yeah, it's like, the walking worst. up the stairs so real slow. slow. And, then and it, smiling. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. He's, yeah. like, stoked on it. Yeah. And I love how Krug's like, let me all lock this wooden door and lean on it. Yeah. 
you know, yep, let me just, yep, nope, it's not going to work. I'll do the trick. Mm -mm. And then so the dad buzzes through. And then, like you said, he is very Leatherface-esque in the living room. He's like, like doing tricks with his shit. Like, (laughs) tossing it. He's like, watch me write my name in the air. Like, what? (laughs) doing i'm like get to it right that scene drives me nuts he's very slow it's actually my least favorite scene oh yeah like any shots of the dad walking around the the living room at krug i get what he's doing he's torturing badly done yeah i just don't like it and it took too long and i'm weird with noises and when it's so repetitive i'm like let's get this over yeah can we just stop already yeah yeah then Sadie walks in. Yep. And her and Krug, and she's like acting like Krug, like she's against Krug. All of a sudden out of nowhere. Yeah. Cause she, you know, is trying to win over the dad there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would try to get on the chainsaw side as well. But yes. like, so she's doing that, right? And then mm-hmm. Krug tries to escape, and that's when he's electrocuted. Yeah. He tries to go out the, I guess that's the front door. I would <laughs> yeah. think so. And he does go out the front door and he gets electrocuted and kind of just. I can say electrocuted gets electrocuted and then falls on the floor. Yeah. And then I think that the, does the dad No. Then we cut to Sadie running outside. <laughs> I know there's a and chick she, fight. And some yeah. Leaves. Yeah. Some leaves. There's a chick fight in some leaves. And then we cut back into the house though. And well, first. Mm. Okay. So all I have to say though, too, about the chick fight is it's great. Yeah. And they're going to be covered in bruises and ticks. And oh, then yes. Sadie scampers off and run, but runs into the pool. Doesn't see the pool and yeah. runs into the pool. <laughs> Which yes. is awesome. Yeah. Um, and then we do go, we go back inside. We do go back and we, we kind of cut. Well, they, they get, so Sadie gets beat up. Then we do see that Krug tries to defend himself with a chair. Yes. Yep. And that kind of goes back and forth. And that's also slow and annoying. Yeah. Because um, that's not possible, in my opinion. It would have cut the chair in five seconds and then him. Well, even Krug says, just get it over with already. Right. Like, he knows he's being fucked with by the dad. But like like I said, it's still doesn't, it's just so ridiculous. I just am not grooving on it. That's all. And then like Sadie runs into the pool, whatever. Yep. Da, da, da. And then all of a sudden we cut back again and Krug's now getting sliced. Yeah. The d- dad chainsaws him right as the cops walk. Yes. Yes. And then we we cut to, so like Krug's getting sliced and we cut to the mom gets the knife and then Sadie's trying to get out of the pool and she slices Sadie. Very well timed. Yes. Beautiful very well choreography. Yes. Loved it. <laughs> And then essentially, like, we just see the sheriff and the deputy show up out of nowhere. Yes. Show up out of nowhere. And the dad and the mom, the mom. Oh, this scene I hate, too. It's so overdone. The sheriff and the deputy show up. And then the mom just kind of walks in past them like they're not there. Yeah. And just sits down next to the hubs like, this is such a grueling day. Yeah. And then the daughter's just still on the couch dead. And yeah. the sheriff and sheriff just comes over and just kind of slowly takes the <laughs> chainsaw. Maybe we don't hold this anymore yeah, let's today. let's not do that, okay? And We've already you, done enough. And Mary's sad happy birthday banners like partially. <laughs> the whole thing. Wah, wah. And then it's, it's over. And then cue some silly music over the credits. Your yeah. favorite music of all time. Oh, God. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> the worst. But yeah. And it ends. That's, that's it. I'll learn it all. I wanted to. Do it. I was going to sing it to you. I want you you to sing it for my birthday. (laughs) Deal. I'll pop out of a cake. Yes, do it. (laughs) Do you want to go first because it's your birthday? (gasps) Cue more confetti. Yes. You want my reason for rating? Reason for rating. Go for it. I hate this movie. (laughs) 
No. First and foremost, Wes Craven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then secondly, I've got a little Wes Craven anecdote that I wanted to wiggle in. Okay. Um, so Wes Craven famously, apparently, <laughs> apparently famously, <laughs> walked out of a screening of Quentin Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs in 1992. And Tarantino famously said, I can't believe the guy who directed The Last House on the Left walked out of Reservoir Dogs. Craven responded, Last House was about the evils and horrors of violence. It did not mean to glorify it. This movie, Reservoir Dogs, glorifies it. So I thought that that was kind of interesting. Oh, the air um, scene's the worst. Because <laughs> – Sorry. You said it. I said it. Stuck in the middle with you. Yeah. Um, so are these vile, despicable humans who got what they deserved and really deserved worse coming to them? Yes. They deserve it at all of it, including <laughs> the chainsawage. Yes. Right? And the wiener biting. Um, did the movie at any point, though, make you want to be those deranged lunatics? No. So as Mr. Craven had said, they aren't being glorified and we see a peek behind the curtain of are they even capable of recognizing their own brutality or are they simply sociopathic psychopaths? And I think it's a mixture of both. Mm -hmm. um, per the post-rape of Mary scene where they're covered in blood and passing those glances back and forth to each other. I appreciate that scene most out of the movie um, just because you do get to see you know, that other side to that character. and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, Despite how many times I've seen this movie, I'm left feeling the need to take a shower each time the credits roll. There's a crude realism to it, a gritty documentary filming gone wrong, feeling in my gut from start to finish every time I watch. Watching this movie and powering through the especially tough spots is a way to explore in ourselves themes like how far we'd be willing to go in an attempt to survive these types of horrific events or how far would we be willing to go to avenge a loved one. I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, soundtrack favorite of all time. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started. What about all you? right. So I got lengthy on this one. Hmm. So this movie, dot, dot, dot. Well, to start off on a serious note, I hated the rape scenes and they make me feel icky as they should. Not much else to say on that. Watching the crazies tell Phyllis to piss her pants was disturbing and degrading. Well, all, if not most of what happened to Mary and Phyllis was degrading. The blood in the intestines being pulled out of Phyllis was something I did not expect to see. Seeing the scene where Fred's teeth almost got chipped out of his head made me squeal in pure horror because I hate teeth getting destroyed. Most of the bloody scenes or the torture scenes held up with the times as this was the 70s. Now for the acting. Characters <laughs> and overall movie. The characters made sense and their purpose. The parents were loving and once again for that, for that time, uh, the 70s were so chill and carefree for the most part. Do what you want. Be cool. Be groovy, man. <laughs> uh, Fred Krug Jr. and Sadie did a good job overall of showing that they were crazy. They each had a certain element that they all were, that were, blah, 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 let me try that again. They each had a certain element and all were unpredictable at times. Uh, Mary and Phyllis did the best in their acting overall as they, as just being two friends going out and having fun and getting caught into the moment that ends so badly. They showed that they showed their fear really well, especially now Mary, now that I know that she was tortured um, <laughs> behind the scenes. But anyways, they showed their fear really well and their actions were very true to what someone might do in that situation. The storyline was a little wonky for me and the actions taken at times. The music was way too upbeat and cheesy at times 
<laughs> though for me to get into it deeper and feel the fear or the intensity. It lost me, which is unfortunate. The scene where they carry Mary down the fire escape was so uplifting that I lost the idea that this was something bad happening. <laughs> music is a big part in any horror movie or even no music. This is what gives that additional emotion to the film. I didn't feel scared or worried much. I found because of the music and some of the parts in general that the movie had some comedic flair, whether that was intentional or not. At the end of the day, I was excited to see this as it was my first time. I don't see myself getting into it again, even if given the chance. Oh, very nice. So this is the last stop at the last house on the left? (laughs) Might be. I don't know. So what did you give it? I gave it a two for gore. I gave it a one for gore. Okay. Yes. I'll take that. So So three for gore. (laughs) So not terrible. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. I'm actually quite surprised at your rating. You thought I was going to give it a zero? Appreciate your notes because they went way more in depth than mine did being all, ooh, villains, boing. So, but no, I'm I'm very happy that it wasn't a zero for you. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, at the end of the day, the one, what really got me, it wasn't even like the gore. I mean, there was some shock, like I I already said in my notes when we started talking about it, that the the intestines, I didn't expect that. I knew that there was going to be rape in this, but like I didn't expect... Krug and Mary seem to be so like ugh, slimy. So slimy. <laughs> so slimy. Like yeah. on so many ways it was slimy. Yeah. But so yeah, there the, I think that that's what the 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 baseline story if you take out all the cheesiness and yeah. the music, the music did kill me. I'm not going to lie. It killed me. <laughs> and not it, it it I was giggling at some of it and I'm like I'm not here to giggle. This isn't funny. Yeah. But it's making me laugh and it's making it's taking away the scary and the seriousness of it for me. Totally. But I mean the underlying story and like what happened obviously is still there so that's why I got a one. Yeah. Oh and by the way this story was a lot about what the Virgin Spring was about. Now I can say that. Oh okay. No I'm just kidding. Oh I was like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Earlier I'm like this is based on the Virgin Spring which is about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one's that. Yay. And we also don't have to um, go too much into detail about picking another movie because the next one's my choice. (gasps) Why is that? Because my birthday's next. For my birthday episode coming next, we will be watching Interview with a Vampire. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that movie in a million years. It's been a long time for me as well. But we love you guys. Check us out on all the things, Instagram and our email. Yeah. (laughs) We already said it at the beginning, but it's 4 for Gore at 4 for Gore Podcast. Yes, please. Yes. And thank you in advance. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, share, subscribe, and tell us that you – tell us things you want us to watch. Yeah. <laughs> please give us suggestions. <laughs> I ask about it all the time, and y- y'all aren't giving us suggestions. You make us sound so desperado. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I'm I do kidding. on the Instagram, and no one ever takes a bite. Like – Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay, I quit. No. <laughs> things just got really awkward, and no. I don't want to talk now. <laughs> You can't quit before your birthday not quit. episode. I'll still watch the movie, but I quit. I'm not going to talk about it to you all. Just tease me. We love you. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Later.